0: This episode is brought to you by numerous people who have given to our Patreon that's at patreoncom TV. That's our thanks. Generally, for folks who have given us a bunch of money and gotten a lot of cool stuff in return, uh if you would like a specific thanks, you can back at the $10 tier uh and be sure to fill out the little form there uh that our FAQ and um you know A reward notification points you to, and uh, we'll uh, throw you on the beginning here. So yeah, patreon.com slash duckfeedTV. Thank you.
1: My name is Gary Butterfield.
0: My name is Cole Ross.
1: And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast.
0: And this week we are talking about Mark of the Ninja, which is a side-scrolling stealth game developed by Clay Entertainment and published by Microsoft Studios for the PC and Xbox 360 in 2012.
1: Yeah, and this episode was executive produced by Brian. Thank,
0: Thank you, you, Brian. Brian. Uh, this game rules.
1: Yeah, I rather like it. Uh, mm-hmm. I had been meaning to give it an honest shot for a long mm-hmm. time. I bounced off it initially for no good reason, like barely got anywhere. And mm-hmm. it was just like, you yeah, know, want to play something with gun. I, I <laughs> don't know what it was. Yeah. Just something, it was uh,
0: 2012. We were busy.
1: I was being a baby of some kind. I was, that's probably what it was. I was like working full time and podcasting full time and wanted to die and just yeah. got divorced. And like, all the, <laughs> you know, you know what, Gary, I, I forgive actually in let, retrospect,
0: going to let you off the hook.
1: Mark of the Ninja came out at a dark time for me, but the, uh, it was fun to go through it. Like this is, this is good. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's emblematic of an era of indie games. Um, there's an awful lot of craft to it as well. Like it is kind of like this really good, like quintessential 8.5. Um, yeah yeah Th- that's uh, a great
1: way to put it like it, it this didn't knock my socks off and there are things this game is asking of. like it wants to be a game that you play levels over and over for mastery mm-hmm. and to collect things and you 100 and stuff and uh fucking no you yeah. know like mm-hmm. I, I like that's that's not I'm at with this but a, as a thing to go through once mm-hmm. it was a breezy joy
0: yeah um yeah yeah so really um it. very much liked it and also weirdly of a pair with um uh, cuphead not in terms of difficulty or even play really but in terms of um, faithfully mimicking a, a very specific kind of animation
1: oh man I, I i actually really don't like the animation of this it looks like yeah. jackie chan adventures mixed with Aaron insurance
0: it's to me the, like that's kind of what looks it's awful. doing <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i know but it's it's a horrible thing to emulate i think like it's clee's weird uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that but like man i i, I do not like how the cutscenes in this look uh the little characters are fine the cutscenes just again Jackie Chan Adventures. Uh and that, that that was a TV show that was that's not me just you know just, being racist that that was just actually naming
0: a, a very prominent Chinese Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was a cartoon. That that yeah. looks like, yeah I'm not just naming a person it's it was mm-hmm. a cartoon. Yeah. Uh you have here that we you play an unnamed ninja. Uh the name of the ninja is certainly Mark Oda Ninja. Uh so <laughs> oh, he plays Mark. Yeah, he's <laughs> Irish. He's an Irish ninja named Mark Oda Ninja. Uh you're playing Mark. So just correcting that in the
0: notes. Okay. Okay, cool. So as Mark, you are from the the Hisomu clan, uh, which is a a clan of ninja that is operating in modern day Japan. Um, Mm -hmm. And you have received this tattoo made of special ink that amplifies your abilities, but drives you mad. Um, You've taken this in order to uh, exact revenge upon your clan's enemy, this uh, CEO named Karajan, who runs an arms dealer uh, that goes by the name of Hessian. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a, they mostly, uh, deal in Zildjian symbols <laughs> and big grungy amps.
0: It's so that I, I, fucking, it, it, it there was just one guy who said, yeah, people who like this one particularly were Hessian. They had the Ashens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> weird internet metal <laughs> subculture shit. It's like the, uh.
1: <laughs> uh, so this is, this is a rare example of a 2d stealth game. Uh, 2d side scrolling stealth game. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, that doesn't typically happen. It's like this in gunpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, you, uh, you jump around, you evade enemies by sticking to the shadows, clinging to walls, clicking, clinging to some of the ceilings, uh, and grappling around. Yeah. uh, Generally, there are certain points that you can quick grapple to, uh, they are bespoke, but you Mm -hmm. can get to them as long as you can see them. Basically.
0: Yeah, uh, it's actually a really good grapple system. Like, you know, this is not the place where you would want a Bionic Commando physics grapple system.
1: It's a, it's, it's very to an end. Like, we'll talk about it kind of holistically, but like yeah. all of these things, this is this is a game where I can almost see bouncing off it based on how clean it is. Yeah, it's yeah. exceedingly clean, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't know what other word for it, you know, to use. But it, it's a very controlled experience, which I think is part of why. Going, you know, going through it once is what makes sense to me,
0: right? You know? Because once you, once you know the, once you know the solution, uh, the actual execution of it is very rarely a, a, like a, like a problem. There's not a lot left up to chance. Like enemies will occasionally like look another way, which I think is a very good decision on their part. It's not just like, okay, I'm going to look at this door no matter what. There's a little bit of Mm -hmm. randomness to the, you know, to the glances kind of thing. But yeah, this feels about as deterministic as a stealth game has been.
1: Yes. Deterministic Um, is is the word. It's, it's very, uh, yeah, very narrow scoped.
0: Yeah. It is not a, you know, the kind of um, uh, chaotic clash of systems that something like a thief is. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very much a third option. It's also yeah. not um a do this right or die Metal Gear. Right. either. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We'll talk about how yeah. this sits in the like stealth canon as kind of mm-hmm. a new unique thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, a, a new thing, a unique thing that is kind of in the neighborhood of a 2D Batman Arkham game, actually. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty important that there is no fall damage in this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to be making some leaps. There are going to be some misses that you make. This is you know, just entirely about moving through space with very little consequence aside from getting cut, or, you know, aside from getting, uh, getting caught rather.
1: Yeah. Caught or shot. Yes. Um, so what you're doing, you know, because it's side scrolling, uh, you're seeing a large swath of the environment. You know, you have an omniscient point of view that's outside of your character. You can see behind yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can see above yourself, things like that. You have to learn to read these environments uh, yeah. and find that information. There's some fog of war. There's some like little wrinkles to that, but basically you go into a room, you read the challenge uh, and then figure out how to dismantle it piece by piece. Yes. Through this uh, as kind of a, a little bit of a puzzle.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not entirely without improv. Right. But generally it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's like a less, uh, you know, when you think about it in terms of being uh, an order of operations thing, it is like a less um, <laughs> bloody and less chaotic, like a uh, hotline Miami kind of deal. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Way slower. Uh, like oh, like it's much, way, d- way different piece
1: of play than that. Yeah. But like contrast, you know, we did uh, what is but it Katana zero where oh, you're yeah. like a ninja yeah. that's kind of a hotline Miami thing, mm-hmm. but also has a much faster pace of play. It's kind of like a slow version of that at some points.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um the levels themselves are big hallways which is which is fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there's probably a version of this that would have, you know, more open levels, um, you know, big defined spaces where you've got to kind of navigate them. That's just not what this is. This feels like it is a bit of a throwback in that regard. It feels a lot like a like an old micro PC game like that. Like
1: elevator action. Yeah. <laughs> or something, you know. The the um the thing that this is the interesting way this uh, impacts the game for me is that uh you know to get from point a to point b there are like several different routes yes to get in between there um i like being able to pick a route uh i do not like the way that this game does collectibles which we'll we'll talk about later which will hide in one of the spokes which would encourage you to take every route between Mm -hmm. a and b to get all the thingies yeah. Uh, never in a million years. Nope. And they don't make the environments interesting enough to where I'd want to explore them otherwise. Yeah. Like basically my choice between uh, different routes between a and B was whether I wanted to be creeping from the floor or the ceiling mm-hmm. into, into a, a specific encounter room. Like that was the choice. Yeah. It wasn't, I'm going to go up into this other area because there's something interesting to see there or something worthwhile to get there. It was just what angle do I want to attack this room mm-hmm. from?
0: Yeah. um, Or like, do I want to try and get over this building instead of going through it? Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, And, you know, it is open enough to where like if one of those paths end up ends up not working for you with like the loadout that you have, things like that, you can always back around and go take another one. We can talk about those collectibles now because I don't actually have a bullet point specifically about that. Like in order for those to exert any pressure on me, I have to care at all
2: uh, it, to see a- them.
1: it's one of the bigger failures of the game i think like a game that i generally think is good like when you say a consummate 8.5 like that's basically where i'm at too things that stop this from being an all-timer one of them is that there is a collectible system that drives an economy both of which i think are bad Mm -hmm. uh, and not worth engaging with um you have a uh you get collectibles the reason why you get them is either to get lore bits or to get additional honor points Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, something that can just be measured out in points. Like I have an honor between <laughs> one and nine, <laughs> like just check out the honor meter on this guy, um, <laughs> to get different honor points to put into a tech tree. Uh, the tech tree is, is pretty unsatisfying to me. That's um, weird. Give,
0: I, yeah. I, ended, I ended up feeling okay about the tech tree actually.
2: <laughs>
1: so, so go many ahead, of them felt like things, you yeah. they, it felt like buying things that should have been unlocked from the start. Okay. Uh, so things like being able to do a stealth kill from uh, above, mm-hmm. like things that that Batman, Arkham just let you do, they mm. nickel and dimed you for, and then uh, the unlocking different weapons, like most of them you just unlock through the story, mm-hmm. and what you would spend the tech tree on were upgrades that did not feel very meaningful to me. Like yeah. getting making my my smoke grenade, which I used to disappear, making it also poison enemies. I I couldn't care. Yeah, uh, it wasn't how I was using it. You know, I, you
0: know I, I guess by the end, like, I've the ones that I felt because I wasn't getting the collectibles, yeah. I had very few points, and therefore I kind of was riding the line, always spending pretty much everything I had to get the upgrades that did matter. So, like, hmm. You know, the poison gas one, not necessarily very uh, attractive. Um, I'm sure there's a use for it, but it just wasn't the way I was playing. But like the timed release on the noisemakers ended up changing Mm. the way that I played Um, and the ability to silently throw the spike traps. Uh, Ended up being super important just because of how um, tight the guard patrols were, because I was constantly by trying to avoid (laughs) alerting somebody by throwing this bike traps, throwing it uh, to a point just before they would end up stopping. Uh, and turning mm. around and they would never walk over it so just having the ability to th- you know to throw them at will like those were there were enough of those meaningful upgrades and i was not necessarily bothered by unlocking particular stealth kills because like that felt like you know uh I, I felt like the base vocabulary was enough for me mm. and those those upgrades were kind of just icing on the cake adding a little bit of new flow uh to the to, to the play for me
1: I, I just did. I never had the problem where like the spike, I was just using the gas grenade one as an example, but like yeah, yeah. It, generally across the board, like the, the spike yeah. one, I never, the noise radius for them was so small.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: never had a problem getting that down uh, yeah. where an enemy wouldn't hear it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the, the stealth kill thing, like there's, there's a, a degree to which you could do that
2: yeah,
1: uh, and make that work, I think. Like, you don't have to have everything unlocked, but it just felt like I was literally buying every kind of stealth kill other than walk up behind somebody. Yeah. yeah. The first time I was like, why can't I do a drop attack on this guy? Like, that is a basic stealth verb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then realize I had to buy it. I was bummed. No. I, my, my other mark against the the upgrade system is that a bunch of them are combat things. There's several, <sighs> like, rising strike and all these things. Yeah, and I like, didn't you're, care you're about that. You're never going to do combat in this game. Nope. <laughs> what is the point of these?
0: You and know, so a, I just, yeah. you know,
1: I just ended up feeling, I don't know, like it wasn't very exciting to spend money. Yeah. Uh, in this.
0: Yeah. Uh, there uh, are like challenge levels in this too. And, uh, you know, that was more like the, the first one that if found was a block pushing level and I was like, nah, nah, I'm
1: I, I did a couple pushing. of those initially. And then I was like, fuck this. Like, yeah, it, it's a weird game where to be, uh, you know, we, we talk about, we have like a kind of a, a network stance on the dollar per hour ratio thing as being mm-hmm. Bunko. if um, if I if, I did care about that. I would really need to engage with these alternate systems for this to feel like it was meaty enough. Yeah. You know, like to get it at the time. And I was not enticed by any alternate system. Yeah. You know, in the game, which I think is is a legitimate problem. You know, it's not it's not a vorpal flaw, it's not a huge deal, but there's you know, one of the things that uh, a criticism or like a an anti-criticism, you know, a defense I get frustrated by is oh, you can ignore it. Mm -hmm. And like you can't ignore you can ignore a lot of things in a game, but the game is still spending time trying to entice you with it. The game is still designed around it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter that you can technically ignore it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's if, if it's still in the game and it's not adding a lot, if it's not doing enough to make itself fun to justify itself, no. that still kind of sucks. Yeah. If, if that makes sense.
0: It ended up being this weird thing for me where those individual systems, the upgrade and the, um, uh, the, the, the collectibles, they were, um, each week, but they were weak in such a way that they leaned on each other. And it's like, okay, I don't care to go and find these things. Uh, which means I have less money, but that's okay because because there's not really much I want to buy.
1: <laughs> no, there, there's yeah, there's very little that's enticing. It's also not a hard game.
0: Yeah, that's uh, also true. You know, yeah,
1: it's very generous, and uh, even at its most difficult, it's not you know rigorous at all on the base difficulty. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I am.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the actual stealth. Uh, and yes. stuff because this is a uh, this this is a pretty big it's, it's everything here. Uh, so you have light and darkness uh, like you would always expect in a in a, in a stealth game. Uh, I like mm-hmm. the way they communicate this. If you or an enemy is not colored in, if you are just like a black silhouette without lines, um, then you are uh, not lit up uh, and therefore cannot be spotted at a distance. Uh, yep. Eventually, you get enemies who have night vision goggles, but that's not until about like halfway through the game. Uh, you know, and you can manipulate the light sources uh, by by throwing uh, uh, items at them to uh, create yes. zones of darkness for you,
1: yeah, which creates noise, which we'll talk about in a moment. Yes. um, the enemies have vision cones, but this is just kind of showing which direction they're they're looking in. So typically, if their vision cone is pointed away from you, you can sneak up on them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but the the trick is, and you alluded to this earlier, unlike a metal gear guard, <laughs> Uh these characters have articulated necks. You know like a, a metal gear guard always sees what's in front of their torso. It's almost like they have a giant eye on their chest. You know? <laughs> like Iron as opposed Man. Yeah, yeah, like Iron Man. Like they're seeing out of their chest eye. You know, they're not seeing out of their their head eyes. Uh these guys can turn their head. It's <laughs> it's a weirdly like uh like big momentous thing in stealth games that they can turn their head. Yeah.
0: It adds, you know? it adds a, adds kind of like a micro timing to this and just the smallest chance of your best laid plan going awry, uh, yeah. which, you know, in a game that's deterministic, you, you, your mileage is going to vary on how much that feels like it, it is. It is dirty pool. Um, I like that. I like needing to take that into account, you know, somebody yeah. getting just a little bit of a hunch to look the other way.
1: Yeah. Well, and it, it will be informed by their emotional states or their alert states. Yeah, Like if they're paranoid, if they know something's going on, their head's going to be on a swivel. Yes. You know, it's, it's significantly more naturalistic than just a guard walking back and forth right. to look back and forth.
0: Yeah. Uh, I do not like the stance that you were taking on people who have had their cervical discs fused though.
1: The, uh, well, you know, you knew this when you met me, man. I, I
0: just, <laughs> those <laughs> surveys,
1: they, uh, they There's, gotta go.
0: There was a whole episode of Dead Idea Valhalla about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I just, I've been really, if you, if, if your discs are, are welded, if, if, uh, if, go to held if, it.
0: <laughs> if, if your discs are fused, yeah, you don't have a use.
1: Yep. I refuse. <laughs> uh, you are refuse. I actually don't mind anybody with bad discs. Yeah. When, uh, I love it's discs. coming.
0: It's coming for us all. Eventually. Uh,
1: yeah. my disc get worse every day. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, enemies are only visible. when we have line of sight or line of hearing? Basically like you can press up against a wall or a ceiling and kind of listen to see mm-hmm. in a weird way. Uh, eventually you get detective vision. So you can just see. Yeah. Uh, your, your kind of environs God, again, the it. weird way that it, it doles out things that feel like you should have a yeah. little bit to me.
0: I, I, I love that. Just the word for that is detective vision. Like it's, it's, it's all a, silly. it's extremely silly. Like I don't know that they knew when they called it that. Like oh, Batman's a detective. <laughs> detectives they, know and see all. So
1: yeah, detectives. They don't just try to stop people from doing insurance claims. <laughs> uh, they they. It's also I. Uh, it lost out to like skeleton vision. Oh, I remember yeah. people when Batman came out calling it skeleton mode or skeleton mm-hmm. vision, which is <laughs> way cooler. Much cooler. Uh, the, the big innovation of this other than articulated necks is visualizing sound right uh it is a 2d game you don't have three-dimensional sound using sound and stealth uh has always been a little bit of a losing game in some ways because it relies on a surround sound system mm-hmm. so directional sound is a real cool thing that video games can do i'm not again it it's just naturally not inclusive you know it, it depends mm-hmm. on your speaker placement and your sound setup for that to work uh, with the precision you need a game what this game does to get around that is just visualize sound Mm -hmm. uh it's it's a really abstract kind of weird way to do it but it's again to a purpose like we talk about this game being very clean uh it is really about giving you that information um sound waves are big these big circles it'll show you how far a sound carries um when you do something if you eliminate a light source the risk reward of that is it'll make a noise mm-hmm. to do that you get to see how far that noise would go uh and whether that would alert a guard if that guard is in there mm-hmm. you know or vice versa like when you run you see the footsteps so you know like hey i'm not being stealthy you know i can see myself visually because i'm lit up i can also see these rings so i know i'm making noise yeah everything is communicated to the player visually
0: Yes, uh, and it's not that this doesn't just go one way. Anything that makes sound will uh, will make these, and that could be mm-hmm. cosmetic, like if you disturb a bunch of crows, they'll fly off and you'll see the sound. But also, like if you do not have line of sight to an enemy, you know they mm-hmm. walk up a flight of stairs or you know whatever, you can still sense them because you will see the small little circles of their footsteps uh, even in yes. the darkness, showing that you are hearing them as well. Uh, It's like this feels like it is using every part of the visual medium that is available to them on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's a great call. And like as a calling card feature for this kind of for for, for this game, big thumbs up.
1: It's really neat. Like it's very impressive. Uh, And it it's an interesting way to solve a problem of multisensory. sensory uh you know experiences in games, mm-hmm. right? Like games are a visual medium and a play medium. You know, you play games in your hands and in your in your eyes. Sound very rarely outside of rhythm games is a huge part of it. Like mm-hmm. you can make the argument that like a an ambience of music is a huge deal and like yeah fine. You know, yeah. voice acting is fine, but it doesn't tend to inform uh the play mm-hmm. very much. Um this cements you know if by turning everything into visuals this cements like, Hey, this is a fucking visual medium. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're not trying to simulate anything. You are not in this world, a person who is hearing and smelling and and feeling you are an omniscient thing that can see sound from the outside. Mm -hmm. You can see behind this character. You can see around this character. You can see through walls around this character. Like you, you are playing this from a weird remove that isn't, you know, typical of video games Yeah, and stealth games. Like one of the weird secrets of stealth games is you have to give a stealth character an advantage, uh, you know, for things. So there's different ways that people do it. Um, You know, in metal gear, just the fact that it's overhead is your advantage mm. yeah. because you can see behind snake. Uh, and then if you don't have that, you have the soliton radar to show you a Pac-Man game
2: that's happening <laughs> in the upper right corner of
1: the screen. When you play like a thief or something like that, uh, the way they do that is the guards have the worst vision in the world. Mm-hmm. You can be five feet from them. And if you're in darkness, they can't see you. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they kind of change uh, the enemy's perspective to give you an advantage here. They literally give you extra like information in addition to what metal gear does. Yeah. You know, it, it's like doubles it. Uh, it's a double very, sword. very generous.
0: The classic double gear.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Twice as metal. <laughs> um, it's neat it's 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 really cool i'm glad that it's not most stealth games because i do think this is a, a reason why this game is very easy mm-hmm. you know um but it's also really refreshing to see it is a new thing yeah you know at the time this came
0: out yeah yeah uh it's a it it, it, it is ingenious in that it yeah. displays ingenuity with the medium yes yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, um, you can also freeze time uh, but this, <laughs> like, like you, ninjas can do like ninjas can do you, you, uh, you are the most powerful avatar on earth in this game <laughs> yeah. uh, contrast this <laughs> with crisis which I thought was going to have you doing full of, you know, full of superpowers and you die very easily in that game uh, you freeze time when you're aiming and you can do it as much as you want without any limit mm-hmm. uh, you can mark targets to throw darts and they kind of throw all at once so you mark up to three targets when you let go you throw them all blindingly fast Yeah. Um, there are other situations you can use this for Mm-hmm. You know, um, either just to kind of get the lay of the land or it is necessary for, uh, some of those puzzle rooms. Yeah. We talked about for like tricky platforming things. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's, uh, that it's important know. that you can do this in midair. So yes. you will like want to jump up and then freeze and then you can target your grapple, um, yes. to something that, you, you know, would be hard to get to in real time. Right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is neat, but also contributes to that, to that ease and overpoweredness. I think they get rid of the, uh, like the, like the sound circles and the harder difficulties like new game. Plus. Yeah. I don't think it's possible for them to get rid of this.
1: No, no, no. This, this is required for a bunch of the puzzles. Yes. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, we we'll talk about those throwables. You do have unlimited darts. There's a like little wooden shuriken things mostly used for, um, uh, distractions Uh, throwing at gongs to make a big sound or taking out light sources, things like that. Um, uh, But there are uh, more specialized ones, distraction and uh, damaging ones. Those are limited, um, but they're replenished a bit at these checkpoints that you will find.
2: Yeah.
1: They're like, there is a, so you can fight with enemies and there is an element of the tech tree for this, but it's not great. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not only not great because it's not very effective, but also it's like really hard to read. Yeah. Uh, You know, every time this happened, I was just flailing at the button. Yeah, You know, it, it, it's not a good system for it. Um, instead, what you want is stealth kills. Uh, and when you stealth kill, you get a tiny little QTE that show, tells you which direction to pull when you mm. do this. If you do it perfectly, it's a quiet kill and it looks cool. If you do it imperfectly, you make noise. You still yeah. get the kill, but you make some noise.
0: Yeah. It'll draw and you attention. get less
1: honor from this. <laughs> it is honorful <laughs> to not make noise when you kill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, that's yeah, how
1: it, you you provide honor.
0: You don't want them to know that their dad is the thing. Yeah.
1: God, I wish I could kill the word honor from like the vocabulary of video games so bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's
1: such a silly concept. Like yeah, I'm getting honor points to trade in for new kinds of smoke grenades, <laughs> like a big control. You meet another world, entity. And the first thing it does is tell you how to reload your gun. <laughs> I'm, using, yeah. I'm using honor to, to upgrade my equipment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I do like though, uh, if you, uh, fail to do, uh, to do a stealth kill and end up needing to punch somebody in order to get them on the ground and then do a kill there, uh, that is called a peasant's death.
1: Yeah. (laughs) fucking. You know, uh, if you do get caught in this, you get a short alert timer. Very short. Yeah. Uh, it's very short. Um, you want to be seen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, or leave bodies out for people. Uh, I cannot stress enough, this is not Metal Gear. Like being or Sly Cooper, right? Like being seen is not a death sentence. Right. Being seen is going to tank your honor because you're going to lose the ghost bonus or whatever at the mm-hmm. end of the level. Uh, But you can always just like go back the way you came. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And they'll chill out after a while.
0: Go into the vents and they'll always be like, oh, oh okay. Well, must have been <laughs> a human sized rat.
1: <laughs> yeah. It must, must have been another human sized rat that killed my friend. Fuck, man. I guess I'm walking back and forth. Um, it's really good that it's not instant fail. Yes. Uh, yeah. To me, um, that's where improvisation can happen. I've had, you know, some of my favorite moments in this game were after raising an alert mm-hmm. uh, and like a harrowing escape yeah. from that to try again. Uh, <laughs> I encourage people not to play this like uh, Reloading Coward. Uh, if you can, it is fun to get caught in this and try again. Yeah. Uh, and Ro- honor isn't real.
0: <laughs> roll, roll with the punches well i mean yeah. in this game it's literally turned into numbers that can affect the abilities that you get but i know what you mean uh yeah. d- don't you know d- don't worry about doing just like a complete non-lethal or non-getting spotted kind of thing like weirdly like getting caught can solve problems not just like intentionally uh you know creating a distraction drawing somebody over but like if you are trying to get back, get through a bottleneck Right. Mm -hmm. And in the process of doing that, you get caught and suddenly everybody's coming after you. Well, that actually, that actually might open up another route Mm -hmm. (laughs) as everybody is going to where you were. So it's like disrupt like a
1: patrol, you know, like, uh, shunt somebody over into an area and they'll stay over there for quite a while. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like the way that works. Like if you play this, uh, you know, in that in that way, yeah. Uh, similar to like a hitman, you can leave bodies. Enemies mm-hmm. to raise an alert, but they can also become terrorized. <laughs> uh, this is something you unlock uh, by hanging people, like Batman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they start filing, firing wildly. Uh, generally, you're doing this to make them kill each other. Yes, uh, you know, but also this can backfire because then they're now unpredictable. Yeah, in uh, a game based on predictability, like the fact that they're spooked will actually can hurt you. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it is a calculated risk to do this. I did it a lot because I thought it was fun. You know, mm-hmm. the, the power fantasy of being Batman and like, you know, the most fun part in the Arkham game is when they're like, man, the bats here, <laughs> you know, and, and, and just like, shit, I hate that. The bats uh, engaging. That was fun.
0: Yes. Me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just so I, man, the, I, I, I really caught a lot of strays from panicking enemies. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: I did it. It, uh, when it came time for the enemies that you could not stealth kill. Mm -hmm. Uh, easily. This was my go-to was to find one of their friends who was, uh, less armored Mm -hmm. and spook him real good and just let him do the (laughs) walking.
0: Oh man. Uh, we already talked about the upgrade system, uh, things like that. Uh, so, uh, what, what kind of like distraction weapons or items did you end up using? I really just stuck Uh, with the, with the noise, uh, with the noisemakers.
1: You, you get, uh, there's two slots. There's a damage weapon and a distraction item. Uh, mm-hmm. the distraction one, I use the smoke grenades, mm-hmm. uh, for, um, primarily to get past laser wires mm, uh, and yeah. stuff is the reason why I kept that. And then I use the spike mines. Yeah. Uh, almost exclusively like something I could put on the ground and instantly kill a dude was extremely useful.
0: Yeah. No spike mines were pretty much mine as well. I was real basic with it. Uh, messed around with the, uh, with the cardboard box you can get kind of later on. Cause you know fun no. little shout out uh actually not really that fun to use you know yeah. when you have so just, many other ways just like get around folks more of you just know. a shout out yeah. yeah yeah um uh you can also earn new costumes uh which have different trade-offs for enhanced or new abilities this felt like it, uh, I when i got these it was like for achievement kind of stuff mm-hmm. um and there's one that you unlock uh for story purposes um, kind of about two thirds of the way through the game, um, uh, I pretty much just stuck with the standard one though because I wanted a standard playthrough. Kind of feels like a challenge kind of deal.
1: Yeah, when the um, you unlock the one part way through the game, I switched to that. Yeah, I really liked the blink. Uh, the other ones did not seem that interesting to me mm-hmm. uh, personally. Yeah. Um, I this is a here's a point of contention. I mm-hmm. like how this game moves, but I don't actually like how it's designed. Okay. Uh, I think the character models are exceedingly ugly and look like advertising. Hmm. Uh, they look like um, advertisements for like how if you see something, you should say something on a bus, <laughs> you know, but come to life.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? I wonder, I wonder if this is like a generational thing because this kind of looks like some cartoons, like at the tail end of when I was like looking like Kim at impossible, you know, watching those, well, not, not necessarily Kim possible, but, uh, well, it kind
1: of looks yeah. like Kim possible.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. Like, yes. Kind of looks like, i was just possible.
1: trying to use it as a reference for like, yeah, other than the yeah. Jackie Chan adventures, <laughs> like what are, what are other cartoons? This looks like. <sighs>
0: you know what? I'm actually at a yeah. loss. I don't know. I'm not it's trying. Your, I'm not it, try. I wasn't yeah. trying to
1: emasculate you with Kim possible. Like nothing wrong with watching Kim possible.
0: It's just yeah. what, it, or
1: Aaron insurance is the other yeah, but I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to find one that isn't insulting. I'm trying to, yeah. to have way here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe it just more reminds me of like a particular era of animation. I don't know. I think that uh, when I say this game looks amazing here in the notes, it's more just that there's an awful lot of like love and care put into it. And I think that the specifically the play animation all looks really all looks really good. Um, It's neat to
1: watch a watch your character, like do a stealth kill. And when it zooms in the characters who are very small on your screen also look like cartoons. Yeah. Like they look like moving cartoons. Yeah. You know, uh, in the, in that way. And the animation is good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only is it clear and like effective in terms of like, give you the information you need. It looks really attractive.
0: Yes. You know, the
1: the squash and stretch that happens, uh, very, very like subtly, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're moving, sometimes all that shit is really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's more the thing. I'm, I think I'm complimenting on this rather than the actual, like, you know, model work that is done. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I might just be, you know, hung up on these character designs. Yeah. I, unlike most people in my generation, uh, I'm not attracted to Aaron and And I think <laughs> <laughs> that, that is uh, that kind of very flat kind of flash adjacent mm-hmm. art is something that like, I'm con it probably is a generational thing. I'm contrasting that with like nineties cartoons. Yeah. yeah. You know, that are a little like a little bit more line work and a little bit more detail, a little less flat, Mm -hmm. You know, slightly less computer touched.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I I do. I do like flat design stuff more than you do. I think so.
1: Yeah. That would that would make sense. Mm. -hmm. Uh,
0: (laughs) music to me is nothing to write home about. Um, but the sound design does a very good job of conveying the information, you know, play information kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. it doesn't, uh, yeah, nothing stands out. No songs. So no, not, not one. Um, the story is very, uh, cliche, mm-hmm. uh, and simple. Um, there's kind of an attempt at a twist at the end, <laughs> uh, but it, it's, I would have a hard time meeting the person who had their heart touched by this, you know, yeah. or who got particularly invested in this. It felt very functional and it's the closest I've come to. Like I'm, especially for the show, I don't skip past dialogue mm-hmm. typically. Cause it's like, we got to talk about that stuff. It's part of the game. You know, you judge everything that's on the plate. Um, it's the closest I've come to just hammering through because I, I just wanted the wireframe of this. Yeah. This story seemed bad, uh, and boring to me.
0: Yeah. Um, just yeah. the, the, the ninjas who hold to the old ways, uh, running up against modern technology. Um, yeah, you know, that, uh, it's a, that's kind of the log line here.
1: And and it's one of those things where like, if there's supposed to be kind of a John Henry theme to this, it's given lie by the fact that you have a magic tattoo. Yep. You're not really <laughs> holding to the old ways. You're holding to, you know, a, a weird thing that doesn't exist as well. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's not a man versus machine narrative. It's a magic versus machine. And one of those things doesn't exist. So it doesn't map onto the real world Uh uh-huh. very well. You know, it, it's a uh, it's a little confused. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, when I got to the ending and got to the ending choice, that's like the big twist, and then credits rolled. I was, <laughs> I, I laughed like I was just like, "What really? Oh, <laughs> <Like, laughs> <huh." laughs> you know." Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right then. Yeah. Uh, this studio is real strange uh, to me, mm-hmm. Um They are somebody who uh, I have always wanted to like their games a lot more than I did have. Okay. This is probably uh, this and Invisible Ink are the two of them. I think are good, like right. actually work up to their their reputation. Like it, it's them batting at like the top of their game. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, they put out things that look interesting to me, but then I really don't like it all. <laughs> um, you know, they they uh, they're an indie studio. They make a really wide variety of genres.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: they first started with a beat 'em up called Shank uh, and Shank Two.
0: Yeah, well, um, they, they made their name with that one, but like their first game was Eats. Did you ever play Eats on the Xbox 360? I did not play Eats. Yeah, um, it was. It's kind of like a like a uh, like Lemmings kind of thing, but like this uh uh, uh white monster that would uh, uh you solved puzzles by eating different things that would put them in a different moods. Uh, okay. C- c- kind like of. Where deal- are you aware? Yeah, yeah, that's a better that, that's a better comparison. Uh, but as I said, Lemmings because you're solving like environmental puzzles with it. Uh, uh-huh. It's good. It's a, it's a, it's pretty neat, but Shank, I don't care for Shank. Uh, and it's sh- just a very, you know, it, it's it, like they focus on this, you know, kind of visual and, uh, like very highly animated kind of stuff. Shank's like a, it's like a beat them up, like hyper violent yeah. beat them up kind of deal.
1: I, I found Shank real boring. Um, I don't like, don't starve. I okay. want to, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, I don't think it's a very good example of what it's trying to do. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, it, it's a, it's got bad, you know, I was thinking about don't starve a lot when we talked about subnautica because, uh, subnautica solves a lot of problems that have with don't starve, like don't starve rolls up your biome randomly. And if you're in an area where gold is like very far away or guarded, like mm-hmm. your entire tech tree depends on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, feels a little bit like starting a game of Catan where you can be fucked really <laughs> early. Uh, and then like Griftlands, which seems like it should be 100% my shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just isn't they, they they made a roguelike deck builder with a really interesting system that is so chock full of the most boring story you've ever imagined mm-hmm. and is so talky
2: yeah like
1: imagine a monster train where between every bout you had to engage in a lot of very generic story yeah um it just it's it's a weird they're a weird dev mm-hmm. you know whereas invisible ink is real good Invisible yeah. Ink's fun yeah. um you
0: yeah, know, invisible they, Inc. they do to be a great candidate for the show actually
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Like well, next time we like you know as a turn based stealth mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like that's a really cool game. They mm-hmm. do neat stuff, but it's hard for me to call myself a fan because it feels like every other game they make I actually
0: kind of loathe. Yeah. You know, uh oxygen, oxygen, this... non, oxygen not included is is one that I put on the good column there. That's a fun um uh like a base builder. You're doing like a space colony kind of thing.
1: I haven't I haven't done that one because I was so put off by the other ones. Yeah. So but that that one and their first one are the two I haven't played.
0: Yeah um yeah
1: mm. um yeah but they they lean on this this animation style so yeah. like it's f- to my mind they're all bad character designs that are well animated so depending on where you fall in the character designs this will either be like a visual powerhouse studio like a super giant or it will be uh just moves good
0: yes yeah, yeah. uh um, the studio ahead nels anderson uh fell in, lo- fell in love with stealth games Back when he played thief Um, the idea for this one came just, you know, there's, there was this observation that aside from Tenchu, no game that, uh, said it was about ninjas actually featured stealth, you know, ninjas doing ninja Ninja stuff. Uh,
1: Yeah. uh, Character action. Like in Ninja Gaiden, you do nothing ninja related.
0: (laughs) Right. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that's a good observation. You know, Mm -hmm. evil Tenchu. Yeah. Um, they wanted, uh, to set this game in the modern era to differentiate this from Tenchu. Uh, and give themselves some more options for traps and environments. Yes, um, not that like a Tenchu like wouldn't be really refreshing at this point. Yep, it's been been forever since we had a Tenchu. Yeah. Um, uh, also, a game I want to do on the show when we both have like a big appetite for frustration because I'm sure like that only holds up kinda.
0: You know, but it is really interesting. That seems like a play on emulator or die uh, kind of thing. with us oh, yeah. states.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we will uh, we will because yeah, we just get the level three of Tenchu. Uh, that first level is so fucking good. It's yep. like one of the best opening levels in games.
0: Yeah, they kind of um, kind of lose their way a little bit.
1: You go fight <laughs> bears for the whole second level. it's You're in the forest. It's like it's full of bears. It's real stupid. <laughs> like
0: you ever try to trick a bear? It's not easy. You can sneak past a bear. You have to trick a bear. I sneak past bears all the time. Oh, no bears sneak, know where I'm at. S- sneak. <laughs> oh, Gary, you say that. You say that with so much certainty. <laughs> They're on their way, Gary.
1: I have so much certainty about this. The, the the wording of my second edition wish was very
0: clear. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, attention you like would be very welcome. Um the earliest versions of this game kind of had a lot more combat. I think they were uh coming off of uh you know uh Shank. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when they were thinking here, but they scrapped that just because it just wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. This, this yeah. game was
1: extensively playtested. If you look yes. at the if you look at interviews, you look at the commentary that inclu- is included on the uh, the re-release, uh, which is what I played. Yes. Um, there's a lot about their playtesting. Yeah. This is also where the idea of having uh, visual feedback for almost everything in the game came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about this. This is kind of a minor note, so it's hard to fit in, into the notes, but like not only do you get visual feedback for noise and stuff, but like your contextual actions are always labeled. Yes. In this, if you, I imagine there's probably a kind of immersion hound who gets bothered by this, mm-hmm. but this is a thing where it's like, if you're leaning up into great, it will always tell you what button it is to go into the grate, to put a body into the grate, all that stuff. You're reminded constantly of that yeah yeah uh, it was a big breakthrough in development to decide to uh and i i, I like that in this game so i'm not complaining about it um it was a big breakthrough to just be like no no no. we have to give this it's when way i talk about this game being very clean mm-hmm. like that's part of what i mean like you you are getting feedback on every single action
0: yeah. yeah and you know there's kind of a variety of things that you do in this like you know you end up mm-hmm doing doing a bunch of you know discrete kinds of actions not necessarily uh having to make a mistake because you you know poorly remembered it um mm. is uh is is nice like it's it's you know it's with all of the artifice around this even just the artifice of being a 2d stealth game where you have a lot a lot of information your character wouldn't have like you've already taken the big step providing yeah. the feedback and the reference is not a you know <laughs> compared to that is nothing right
1: yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny reading those interviews because there's a lot of real 2012 stuff about like, now can you beat the game without killing people? Because killing people in video games reflects poorly on me. You see
1: <laughs> that was the, it was the style at the time. Yeah. Uh, and you, you kind of can, and then you also kind of can't, but then right. when they patch in the prequel level, they have a non-lethal non-lethal right. character who they'll just knocks people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this. Um, yeah, it's very quaint. Yeah. In that way. Um, you know, the idea here is that you can do stealth kills through the game. Again, uh, guys, you can also do full stealth and it's worth equal points. Yeah. This honors your uh, player choice, providing you with more honor points that you can then spend in heaven in real life. yeah the the more honor you accrue the the more superpowers you get in heaven you see this is what honor means
0: yeah saint peter's book is just a big list of everybody's game it's just an upgrade tree
1: (laughs) (laughs) you just just, whenever you want to upgrade you 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 cash in some honor with saint peter and choose from his book whether you want to double jump in heaven
0: see this is why i like the mexican afterlife (laughs)
2: yeah
0: you know just like, okay do i get enough honor points i i refuse to kill enough uh enough enemies in video games that i get mm-hmm. the full-on uh, train package right
2: yeah
1: love it
0: yeah
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um game was originally released on the xbox 360 and pc uh i, was, I looked at a list of summer Arca- summer of arcade games it's not from that but it's an also ran yeah it wasn't officially a summer of arcade
0: yeah uh, thing. it', it this feels like such a summer summer of arcade thing, man, if you weren't there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a real, it was a, it was a whole thing. It's a weird thing where
1: like a bunch of, uh, games that we still talk about now mm-hmm. in terms of indie stuff is part of that. So like yeah. your braid, you know, your mm-hmm. braid and your shadow complex and limbo and, and bastion and stuff. Yeah. But then you also run into stuff like, um, the re the Tony Hawks pro skater HD, mm-hmm. like not the <laughs> new one, not one <laughs> and two. The bad
0: one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The exceedingly bad one or like, uh, the really crappy port of, uh, turtles in time. Mm -hmm. They came out in 2009, stuff like that. Like it was a really weird time.
0: Insanely twisted shadow planet, which is not actually, that's not bad. That's actually okay.
1: It's not, it's not a bunch of these I feel like are not bad. Yeah. You know, like the actual classics, but there's a lot of stuff. Um, this was a real style over substance period. Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, in the, the summer of arcade, like you get a lot of like dust and Elysian tail, which is like not a super good game. It just looks, you know, good. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Right. But yeah, yeah. uh, it has big energy for that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, there was a special edition uh, DLC that was put out adding a prequel level and also adding a uh, developer commentary that was released a year later uh, in 2013. Mm-hmm. And that was rolled into this remastered version, uh, which you can get uh, came out in 2018 uh, that incorporated all of that content, updated the visuals to make it higher res um, and also brought the game to more systems.
1: Yeah, it's, it's worth saying um, when we say incorporates the content, like it's not like, uh, the DLC and human revolution. Right. Right. It's still just another option from the menu. This is my long way of saying I didn't play it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you did.
0: Um, uh, I, I, I dipped into it to just okay. kind of like check it out. see how it felt. it didn't feel no. terribly different to me. Yeah.
1: It, yeah. It's the big, the big concept is it unlocks a, co- a costume as you play as your tattoo master mm. who can do things like actually non-lethally. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just sneak by guys,
0: yeah, that's not a huge concern for me.
1: Yeah, I don't care. Um, yeah. they're, they're little cartoons. I'm going to kill them. Yes. Um, and they're they're assholes.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, as we'll find out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. And this company never made a follow up to this. Uh. The closest thing they did was Invisible Ink, which is also a stealth game, even though it's a very different mm-hmm. kind of stealth game. Uh, They also did Don't Starve and Auction, not included. Yes. Uh, and Gritty the...
0: Lands the big popular ones. And I uh, yeah, yeah Griff, Grifflands is a very anonymous name.
1: It is uh it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Grifflands is 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 such a neat concept. I really wish I liked it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, let's uh let's get into it.
0: Let's do We open up, we have this, you know, just, uh, I have your beautifully animated, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, you know, it's it, if you, if you got problems with the style, you're going to have problems with the style, but it is, you know, it,
1: it does look like a cartoon I would not like, Yes, but it looks like the cartoon.
0: Yes. You know? uh, it is, this, it this is
1: purely is. subjective too. I'm not saying like, yeah. you know, this is, you are probably closer to the, the mean opinion on this, mm-hmm. you know, like most people, I think this, this company gets a lot of shout outs for how this stuff looks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, like big hand-drawn animation, big hand-drawn visuals, you know, which is kind of, you know, especially at the time was pretty rare. You know, there was lots of stuff that was crappy Jimmy Neutron shit, (laughs) Uh, but you've got uh, the main character attacking this warehouse, you know, kind of going after, you know, we're going to learn he's trying to steal stuff from them. um, And then he, you know, wakes up with a start Uh, like that was kind of a flashback dream. Um, uh, you know, it uh, wakes up because his compound is being raided,
1: yep uh and the this count, you know it's being raided by these special forces dudes, and you are not dead or captured because you were sleeping through it, yeah, like classic ninja move <laughs> sleep <laughs> minus a thousand <laughs> honors um,
0: <laughs> slumber style,
1: yes, your slumber style points mm-hmm. um a woman named aura there is there and starts uh guiding you out of the building, yeah, uh you know she, I, I'm here to help you. Rule number one is don't get me killed.
0: This is is very misleading.
1: Yeah. It's a a little bit of a swerve and we're getting our tutorial, uh, movements, stealth kills, learning about freezing time, uh, things like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we're trying to get over to our master, to our sensei, um, Azai, uh, is the name of the leader of the clan, uh, preferably without being detected, but you're just getting lots of basics, combat and stuff. Uh, yep. We're pro- we're not going to talk a lot about details of these levels, actually, because of the aforementioned, these are all kind of, you know, hallways with challenges. Like there's a lot of just kind of mark of the ninja-ing through a space.
1: It's almost exclusively that. And it, it's not that there isn't encounter design. It's just that the encounter design is hard to describe granularly because it is often this shape of rectangle with two guards walking yeah. back and forth with, you know, this little bit of cover you can duck behind. Yeah. You know, and, th- and that that's really it. Like it, it describing this would feel like, you know, that, uh, book walkthrough of super Mario Brothers two, I have <laughs> that describes how to play it in prose. Yeah. You know, it, it's not that there aren't clever design, uh, encounter designs in this. There are, mm-hmm. but generally they, they boil down to that. Mm-hmm. And again, none of them are actually that rigorous. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe on the harder difficulties where you can't see your sound cone, um, things they might be. Uh, <laughs> not my sound yeah. cone <laughs> oh <laughs> um but when you don't get the sound cone maybe they're they're more rigorous but that, as is it's like if there's two guys in a hallway i basically know how to deal with that yeah, 10 times yeah. out of 10 and that's what most of the game is
0: if there's anything exceptionally clever that'll it, be called out
1: yeah. and and new enemies
0: you know when yes. they pop up
1: like when you have to start murdering dogs
0: for honor you, know, um, you, don't, you
1: don't murder them. You put them to sleep. I know. Yeah. You knock them out.
0: Although, yeah. although that did stop me from dealing with them at all because I was afraid I was going to murder them.
1: Oh, those dogs had to go. They're bad <laughs> dogs. Uh, don't make a dog a cop. Um, <laughs> the uh, There's an optional objective here to rescue some ninjas mm-hmm. throughout the building, uh, which you can do to get some extra honor. And then you find uh, a, Zai. a Zai. is being tortured. They think that Azai stole something. Um,
0: cause he, cause he was trying to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause yeah, he was, he was attempting to, cause Hey, moral ambiguity, 2012. Um, you rescue him and, uh, you get the cinematic of Azai explaining that this is war. Uh, they cannot hide from the modern world forever. Right. And, uh, he displays your tattoos calling it the first Mark, you mm-hmm. know, um, you're going to defend us at a terrible cost. Uh, should, cause are madness tattoos.
0: Should say something about his eye, uh, n- never has it been more clear. This person is going to betray you yeah. just by the, the design and his general, his general steez.
1: Oh yeah. The, where the Saturday morning cartoon stuff comes home to roost. Like yeah. you can't draw somebody who is evil, who doesn't look evil in this art style. <laughs> right. You know, like it's just, like, Oh, well, how will we know the dog's shifty? You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's real that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so uh he explains you know the history of this ink uh you know before the restoration uh this middle eastern merchant came and sold them a toxic flower that uh he said if you put it into an ink and put it into somebody's skin it will grant these strange powers um uh, however the marked person eventually becomes a danger to themselves and the clan you know they're going mad so they need to end their life uh before that happens preferably after the mission is accomplished
2: Yeah.
1: A a deniable asset.
0: Yes.
2: Uh,
1: You know, so uh, we're, we're looking out uh, next. We're looking out at a Hessian tower. And as I says that uh, count Carajan, his PMC is paramilitary uh, unit there is behind the attack. So we have to get revenge, uh, get to dig in two graves. So we need to work through several facilities in order to approach the tower.
0: Yeah, uh, like there are probably three missions in this game, like like three big objectives that you have to accomplish, all of which take place over multiple levels, which I like.
1: Yeah, yeah it's very constrained, like it, no. it really feels like uh, it's not even a season of a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's like a two part finale yeah. of a cartoon in terms of like how much plot gets covered.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: Um, in this first level, we are introduced to a new hazard, uh, these laser traps. Um some of these, you can dart an electric panel to shut them off. Uh, but uh, one of the things they introduce next is that if a guard is there, it like locks onto their bio signature or what have uh-huh. you. So it turns off. So you eventually, you can kill guards and drag their bodies to use them as like a, a passcode. Yeah. Through these laser gates, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is cool and
0: satisfying and a neat way to do it. Yeah. You that's maybe, that's even satisfying to just kind of like try and follow close enough to them. Uh, if you're, you're, you know, not, not taking them out or if it wouldn't be advantageous to, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, nice kind of high stakes stuff, uh, there, uh, there's a difference between the, um, the the lasers that will create an alarm and the other lasers that you will hit, which will kill you by popping you like you're a blood balloon.
1: Yeah. The disintegration rays. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that they have that nobody's put into a gun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they cast disintegrate. Yes. Uh, I, am uh, only drag guards through this. I never snuck behind them. Uh, mm-hmm. lethal stealth is my favorite kind of stealth. Yeah. Um, I, everybody had to die, mm-hmm. uh, who I saw. And that's how I gained my honor. That's how I keep my, my, that's how I keep my house hot, <laughs> uh, is murdering all these fuckers.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Um, I like, I, 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 I tried it here you know uh you know because it was early and it was and it was you know easy at this point uh i would pass up killing somebody that would create more problems for me with their body Mm -hmm. being out right
2: yeah
1: you can hide bodies uh which Mm -hmm. is you know thief dna in this uh we talked about and uh luckily like one thing i like is that you can hide them in just like vents and stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, you can jam in there you do get the comical like there's a problem with the toilet situation where you have <laughs> just literally gummed up event with like six dudes <laughs> like, <laughs> which i really like
0: oh man i love that there's a problem with the toilet it has just become a part of the part of the vocabulary
1: it's part it's part of the uh, duck feed dictionary the dictionary <laughs> now
0: uh, so we reach this power transformer and sabotage it, uh, bringing down a lot of the traps and things. Um, and we get our first distraction item. We get these noisemakers. These will, uh, draw people, uh, from kind of a shockingly small distance
1: actually. Yes. Yeah. They're quiet fireworks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that you, you throw down yeah. like a uh, little crackling, uh, guys. Yeah. Um, we go down a- into these steam tunnels and we learn about how to use the noisemakers Um, And freezing time when we jump to hit things beyond barriers, we can jump and throw and aim and such. And you get a little visual arc. Again, everything is conveyed visually. You see the exact arc of what you throw and where it will land, a little preview of it.
0: Love it. Uh, there's a side path that'll take you to the first challenge room. I saw that it was a block pushing puzzle and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this.
1: There's no honor in not pushing blocks. (laughs) Cool. You you dishonored people by not pushing blocks.
0: Yeah. Um, It's just like, it, 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 it really just felt like they kind of, I don't know, gave, uh, gave an intern the, the, the level creation tools and said like, all right, no assets for this. Just kind of put something together with with what we got. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't care for it.
1: I did these until about two thirds of the way through the game. So mm-hmm. I can, I can say that they do get a little bit more clever okay. Uh, as you go on. But one of the issues with them is that they do um, like they are very uh, prescriptive order of operations things a lot of the time. And mm-hmm. when you die, you just start over from mm-hmm. the very beginning of it. Uh, and yeah. some of this stuff takes time. Like, yeah, you know, pushing a block is not a good video game verb. I don't think, but doing it again and again and again, the same block, like that's, you know, that's a torture. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, but if you don't take that path and as go to the next building, uh, the power, so the guards have responded, uh, the, you know, they know the transformer is down, so they're trying to get it back up and the power is kind of intermittently flickering, uh, mm-hmm. on some of the, some of the, uh, floors, but then they start like bringing the power back on as you reach the floors, like while you're yes. in these situations, which is very fun timing.
1: It's worth uh, noting too. We didn't mention this in the thing. There are certain lights that have little shields around them. Mm-hmm. So you can't bust out the lights. Yeah. Like yeah. typically I would break all the light bulbs while they're out, mm-hmm. you know, so they couldn't turn back on, but some of them you cannot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this moves us into the trail of shadow, uh, this little level break where we get to the roof, uh, of this browned out building and we have to jump down closer to the Hessian tower. Yeah. Um, and we get a new move. We can now do a spider dangle like a Batman or a Spiderman.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I never ended up using this nope. and I would have forgotten that it was there if you didn't have the uh, kind of Assassin's Creed uh, splat of buttons in the upper right hand corner showing you the you know what all the context sensitive items were like this is yeah. just a way to like if you are uh, on a grapple point uh, to lower yourself to like look around a corner or to like clear a line of sight or a you know clean shot towards something you want to uh, take out with your darts.
1: It, it's very, very rarely useful. Yeah. Um, you know, like you can stick to every wall in the game. The way they stop you from just walking over every level is by having, uh, roofs that are mm-hmm. too, too steep for you to jump around Yeah. Uh, there. So like any situation, which I had this, I would rather just be stuck to a wall and crawl down to the opening and look yes. around it. than like spider dangle never yeah. did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this, uh, this is kind of, you're going through the beginning part of this level where they're introduced, we're introduced to dogs. And ceilings we can stick through uh that they've installed uh monkey bars on standard issue monkey bars. Uh for you
2: some know, for reason. For the kids.
1: Yeah, for the kids. Uh the way dogs work in this is they smell, they don't see. So they do have a vision cone, but they have a big circle around them that indicates how far they can smell.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that really interestingly, that goes up but it doesn't go down.
0: <laughs> it's hilarious the way that they cannot smell something below eye level.
1: <laughs> An event, something they're sniffing. Uh, and you cannot kill a dog. You just knock them out, but you want to be able to do a jump attack because if you sneak up behind it, it'll smell you and bark. Yes. What's something I really like is that barking is not instantly psychically telling the guards what's happening and who's there. It's just a bark. Like it's just a noise. The guards will come investigate. They know something's up, but it doesn't, you know, train every guard in the level on you because you set off the alarm. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't like Cooper. You.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're, I'm really happy that we're never going to do that game.
1: I, I just, I, I've been mean, this playing, this made me think about stealth yes. a lot and like different ways you can do it. And that's, it's something I think about a lot because it's, uh, I think, I, I think I do like stealth games a lot. It just, mm-hmm. there are certain kinds of stealth games I really don't like, Yeah, you know, you if, know. if you do certain things, there are some of my favorite games. And if you do some other things, I want to die.
0: Yeah, like you know, it's not just because it's the cartoony kind of stuff. Like, I also would not want to bring like the first two Splinter Cells to the game. Gas yeah. theory maybe, but like you know, it just it, like failure failure has to be fun.
1: Yeah, failure failure cannot be an instant death condition. And I also, uh yeah, I mean that, that's really the big one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know uh,
1: that's the that's what differentiates a good and a bad stealth game to me. Yeah. Um, we are working our way up to the rooftops here of this communications complex.
0: Yeah. And we get a new enemy. We get these heavy guards. Uh, they carry shields so they can't be uh, attacked from the front. Um, and they launch these flares that will light up an area for, for a short time. So even if they, you know, hear something suspicious, you know, they don't have to see you in order to put one of these out.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they're a big deal. Like they will uh, light up the night and people will
2: see you. uh, there.
1: Uh, we reach this like hanging scroll and we can buy our first upgrades here. We're going to just a little shop mm-hmm. uh, that we can do. And we can cash in our honor for uh <laughs> pri- fabulous prizes. Yep. Um, the, uh, I, want
0: the, I want the huffy bike.
1: <laughs> yeah. We sell out basically <laughs> by trading our honor. We basically did what the shins did when they sold their commercial to McDonald's, <laughs> uh, or sold their song. Um, we reached this, uh, watchtower, uh, which all stairs and clear views on our way up, which is a little bit tricky. Since everything can see you from a distance, we need to drop into this radio room uh from the roof of this.
0: Yeah. And we see that the person we're trying to kill, Karajan, uh, has got a tracking device on him. So his security guys can know uh where he's at. Um, and the receiver is nearby. And we know when we find it, we can go right to him. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh so we go beyond this tower outside uh of building six here, and a scout has left uh we have ninja like helpers who Mm -hmm. leave us items and stuff. Uh, And one of them has left the smoke bombs for
0: us. Um, I I never ended up using these a lot um, just because I didn't really have problems with those lasers. I just mm kind of figured out ways around them. For me, it was, it was better to reliably be able to create distractions from guards without putting myself in a lot of danger.
1: The, uh, the thing I could always do distractions from guards from hitting lights Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like there, there are enough environmental things to Mm -hmm. distract Distract a guard. The these will get past lasers, and the other thing it does is when you're in them, you're invisible. Mm -hmm. So, like if you have to pass by, you know, there's a system we didn't talk about where there's like a cover system where there'll be literal, literal like elevator action environmental things like a pot or something we can hide behind. Yeah. And when you're behind a pot, uh you cannot be seen, Mm -hmm. no matter how light it is. Um, you can throw a smoke bomb between two pots and then just walk between them. Like guards cannot see within smoke. Yeah. So it basically creates a a no vision zone for mm-hmm. you. Um yeah. What's it what is there's another uh one that's also a noisemaker. There's the noisemaker and then what's the other thing or the light one, the, the yeah. thing that makes a light flash.
0: Yeah, that was really what,
1: confusing to me. I I didn't understand what made that better than a noisemaker.
0: You get that a little bit before you end up um encountering an, uh, enough people with night vision goggles to make it to make relying on it uh, necessary uh, is is the thing. So like I tried it with night vision with with night vision folks. Basically, what it does is it uh, it blinds them. Right. Okay. Uh, So that is its primary use. I think it's just a failure of its description because it does, it's like a, it's like a. they call it a distraction flare or something like that. Yeah. Uh,
1: I I never used it and also mm -hmm. never had a problem with night vision guys. Yeah. So I I don't know. It it just felt like uh,
0: superfluous to me. By the time they introduced night vision guys, we're probably coming up on it actually. By the time they introduced them, I'm pretty good at getting around without uh, like necessarily relying on a lot of darkness, you know? Yeah. Uh, to yeah. provide cover. So, yeah.
1: It, it's also a thing too, where you only get to have one attack item and one distraction item. Yeah. the way they kind of address this is they have switch out points throughout the yeah, level
0: scrolls. Yeah.
1: You know, so the idea is, uh, Oh, I start, use the noisemaker for the beginning of this, but the second half has night vision guys. So maybe I'll switch to the flare. Mm-hmm. Uh, that requires foreknowledge, Like you have to be playing. That's for people playing the gate level over and over. Yeah. You yeah. know, to get the best score. I never knew what was coming next. So I never switched. Right, right. Uh, I was just like, no, 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 this is the kid I'm comfortable with. And it's more than adequate for the whole game.
0: I uh, have like standby. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh,
1: I prefer not to fuck with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, we have those now we have the smoke bombs, uh, we get into the building and we spot a guard with the transponder, this guy, and we had to follow him,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, up until he gets into his office and, yeah. uh, we go through a lot of, uh, different lasers and guards, uh, doing a lot of that ducking between
2: pots, yeah, yeah. uh, stuff.
0: Thankfully, this isn't, I, you know, I never ran into a point where he got too far ahead of me. Uh, it doesn't do the mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed to, uh, to and onward problem of like, okay, you got to follow, but don't get too far and don't get too close kind of thing. I,
1: I think of that as a GTA problem because oh, yeah. of, you know, but that's, that's as old as the Hills. Oh yeah. Like follow, but don't follow too close is one of the <laughs> most like deadly, it's like escort. It's one of the most deadly it. video game verbs.
0: Yeah. You know, it's just, <laughs> just a gamer a, sin. <laughs> There's a point in Assassin's Creed four where you have to do that with a fucking boat. Oh, go to <laughs> not hell. like a, not like a rowboat. I'm talking about your ship.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I hate that. Uh, there's also, uh, I think that you have to do that with the bat tank in Arkham Knight, oh, God. uh, at some point. And just, it's sometimes video games are incredibly bad. I don't uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> realized this hobby yeah. that we've uh, dedicated our lives to sometimes just does the stupidest things that you can even imagine uh-huh. as we sit down and discuss about like how many how much of our honor we can trade to make smoke better mm-hmm. like This is a farce, man. This this whole hobby is
0: ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) They're bad um, in contagious ways, right? Uh, Like, you know, just like, oh, the follow. Okay. A popular game did follow, but don't follow too closely. Well, I mean, now that is a Lego block for us to put in. And it's a Lego block that's made out of just kind of like, I don't know, an old chicken nugget. (laughs) Like, you don't want that around. Desiccated. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's a Desiccated bad nugget. Nug. It's a bad block.
1: Yeah, bud. absolutely. A bad nugget. It's like when you get a four piece nugget and one of them is just like black and shriveled and there's like a little yeah. finger growing out of it and you know, it's full of beak, you know, <laughs> just like chock full. If you go down to, to chock full of beaks and get their nuggets, <laughs> like, um, do feather rule that on the nugget game. Um <laughs> but anywho Uh, yeah they they don't do they avoid that here like part of the reason why i think this game is a a solid b and really enjoyable is less like the things it does that are special and noteworthy that we've called out are real but uh it's more that it doesn't dip into a whole lot of pitfalls it could dip into
0: yeah it's uh, it's a
1: weird game that like raises a letter grade based on not fucking up
0: it dances around quite a few rakes uh for the genre and even for the time period right
1: yeah you know, and Vorpal rakes, they're not even rakes that like would add interesting tension. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just rakes that would make this the most tedious thing in the world and mm-hmm. make you have to reload a part over and over. And it just doesn't do that. Like it ends up being, you know, very smooth in that way. Yeah. You know? uh, once we get there, we take the transponder. Uh, you can either kill the guy or pocket, pickpocket it, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what kind of honor you want to eat. Uh, and this puts the whole building on alert doing this. Um, there's an escape route through an elevator shaft, but it's blocked by the elevator car. So we have to kind of summon it down to a lower floor. That's very heavily guarded to get out mm-hmm. through here. You never ride the elevator. You just move the elevator because you can't crawl through it.
0: Yeah. Well, you don't need to ride the elevator.
1: No. Yeah. You can, you can crawl a walls. Oh, you can do whatever a spider can
0: <laughs> never has a character needed an elevator less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mission ends with this short outdoor escape section, uh, where you get past more of these dogs and guards who are, uh, who are on high alert, uh, and you get a cutscene, uh, which is just, uh, you know, carriage being con- you know, comically evil, uh,
1: incredible, uh, just like absolutely code name kids or whatever. Code name, Lykos and stuff <laughs> like, ah, oh, yes, this wine once belonged to Otto von Bismarck.
0: I traded it for a
1: shipment of honor. The, of, of, uh, of
0: armor. Sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, well, they eventually sold that for honor. Oh yes, It's fungible yeah. in this, this world uh, of body armor. I hope your friends didn't die from not having it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even like the wine. Like it's unreasonable.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the captain's like, Oh, you know, we probably could have used that carriage uh, and, Keriden, you know, hands of the pistol saying, Hey, go deal with this guy. Go oh. deal with this ninja yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, his, uh, the little captain of the guard guy is supposed to be like your honorable opponent. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, 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 the cliche of the honorable Lieutenant,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Aura, who has still been hanging around us every once in a while mentions her plan to get into the tower is to create a distraction by lighting a nearby building on fire. Right. Uh, so we have to do this. Um, mm-hmm. we go into the sewer nearby to get our next, uh, equipment upgrade, which are spike mines. Yeah. Uh, these are great. Love them. Yeah, uh, they don't the just take
0: in a- they don't just take the, an enemy off of the board. Uh, if a, if another guy sees this activate, uh, it will cause a uh, terror. So mm-hmm. uh, it is a way to uh, create a little bit of chaos. Uh, it's neat. Good item. Yeah.
1: Just being able to uh, quietly take somebody out to mm-hmm. make a, a scenario, like change the math of a scenario is huge. Yes. Um, this building has motion sensors in it. Uh, these are basically little security cameras, little fields of vision. Uh, you just mm-hmm. can't move. Yeah. Uh, during them without setting on, off an alarm. Not often that big of a deal.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It, I mean, it plays nice with enemy sight cones, like guard sight cones, because like you can be standing out in the open, standing still in order to uh, not get detected by one of these as it sweeps you. But obviously you're standing in the open. So if a guard walks in, they're going to catch you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yip, yip, yip. Um,
1: You go to the basement of this and we're going to tamper with this gas exchange to fill the uh, building with gas
0: right uh, and you're yeah. just you know hitting a few of these like you don't have to hit all of them you just have to hit a satisfactory number of them mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, you get up to the upper levels and you get lots of uh, kind of uh, it's kind of where this like this level where it becomes real puzzly there's lots of very tight timing bits uh, with the lasers and motion sensors and stuff yeah
1: I uh, just I know I keep hammering on this joke but it's very funny there is a bonus for opening up all of the gas vents which gives you more honor It. <laughs> it is, it is a more honorable act to make sure the building really explodes with all these people in
0: it. <laughs> a true ninja to finishes the job explode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't want them to be, to suffer,
0: you know, do not let them
1: suffer. or I will shoot you myself. Do you understand Ninja? Um, at the end of this, we get a little escape sequence, uh, mm-hmm. which is pretty fun. Yeah. The, um, where the, the building is on fire, uh, here after we destroy this fuse box and we had to get out quickly yeah. as the building is slowly blowing up.
0: Lots of quick, uh, that's fun. quick grapples, chain grapples, uh, grappling from, uh, from jumps like it's neat. not mm-hmm. running the wall of flame.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's, it's fun and cinematic. Uh, this moves us into the chapter of the fall of Hessian tower.
0: Yeah. Uh, you get into the tower and the transponder picks up Karajan's signal and he is, you know, going upwards, going up to the, uh, to the penthouse. This level is massive. Like the levels yes. have been get, getting, you know, slowly, uh, slowly bigger each time. Uh, and we are, uh, kind of going to be going all the way to the top of it for this kind of, uh, act one climax here.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was just about to say, this is like the end of act one. Um, and mechanically it is too. No new mechanics, just all of them together,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Uh, so it's a, a fun and exciting level to go through. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's uh, parts where the alarm will go off on you. A lot of little timing puzzles to get through these different sensors and guard routes and such. Um, eventually you reach a point where Kajan sends a security chief, the honorable Corporal Kelly, after you. And this starts the second part of the level uh, where snipers show up. Um, I really like snipers in this uh, because it's a a high priority puzzle to get behind them. And there's Mm -hmm. always a way to sneak around to get behind them. Yeah. Um, If not, there's a great, uh, this is a great use of smoke grenades. Uh, You can throw a smoke grenade in their line of sight Mm -hmm. and obviate it. Uh, yeah. and then run to get below them. And it's then, very uh, funny that smoke
0: grenades do not cause an alarm in and of themselves.
1: Not at all. No, i just, <laughs> uh, there's just, there's just a big pile of smoke there. Uh, I'm assuming it's empty.
0: One of those highly localized, localized fog fields we have.
1: Yeah. Two cartoons are getting into a fight. It's none of my business.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> no, trouble down at the cap house.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to snipe Tom or Jerry. <laughs> like say what you will, but they have a right to live. Um, (laughs) Are they not men? Yeah. When God calls, will Tom and Jerry not be in your chorus? Um, yeah.
0: Oh man, yeah, and uh, like uh, they, they do lots of like high drama stuff. So the way that they work is they've got a laser sight and they will like sweep up and down in an area. So uh, like even to close the distance, uh, sometimes you will need to wait for them to be looking up, and you will like just barely make it past uh, before they look down again.
1: Yeah, yep, yep. And the, it is instant death to become yep. sniped. Yes. Um, the uh, so you get to the room where Kelly is waiting. Uh, he's taunting you over this PA. There, and he's covered by snipers. He's trying to get you to run up and fight him fair. And, uh, or even says this like, Oh, they are expecting an honorable samurai, but you were a ninja. Yes. You know, you don't have to do it this way. You have to go through and you knock out those snipers and then you can drop this high voltage rigging on him, mm-hmm. uh, to disable his guard. And then you, you can actually take him out.
0: Right. Uh, uh you got him, uh, but, uh, Karajan himself got away.
1: Yep. And his uh, his evil helicopter evil. So we go back to uh, you know, starting Act Two here, uh, an ancestral home where the clan tattooist is refreshing your mark. Yeah. Uh, You're talking about how the ink is old and it's clumping. They're running out of this uh, magic ink Mm -hmm. uh, that they're going to have to you. We're going to have to go to Karajan's Eastern European homeland to kill him in his castle. (laughs) Uh, So, yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, Aura says, you know, this is your final mission. This is the one you're going to remember you by. Right. Yeah. Um, And this mission uh, is real neat because there is a lightning storm going on. Uh, it is unpredictable when everything is going to be lit up by a lightning strike nearby
1: well it's unpredictable but like real life thunder happens first uh,
0: that's the this... opposite it's actually yeah, it's the, the opposite opp-
1: <laughs> actually the opposite of real life sorry uh <laughs> it's unlike real life but in the game thunder happens first yes so they reverse them for this to give you a cue mm-hmm.
2: uh
1: it, it's it's uh, a weird little bit of artistic license to make this work so it's it's really neat like you hear the thunder lightning is coming you want to hide or get away Mm -hmm. you know at this point it is the opposite though yeah it is a speculative fiction where sound can move (laughs) as fast as it
0: wants (laughs) as fast as the story deems necessary it's a worthwhile concession right
1: yeah it's uh, i think it's clever yeah uh we get inside aura tells you about hey you got this new ability from your mark uh farsight aka detective vision um, which will reveal hidden things, including how things are wired, uh, giving this a little gunpoint. Delay. Yeah, this really does kind of take a little nod from almost every stealth game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this will show you, like, okay, the you know uh, we got traps probably. It'll reveal those, um, and uh, if there is like a door that is locked, it'll show you which direction you need you need to go uh, to uh, find the switch and such.
1: Yeah, for electronic doors, we did we did a very minor mechanic. Uh, and to me, a a big reason why the upgrade tree didn't work for me is like you you pick locks in this game. Uh, some doors are locked. You just hold down the button, and then like yeah, one of the upgrades yeah. is doing it faster. Mm-hmm. And you're never doing it in danger. Like I, again, I'm not trying to fight my Pokemon against yours about whether the upgrade upgrade tree is good. Mm-hmm. It's just another example of one where I was like, what the fuck is this doing here?
0: Yeah, like this is I, silly. I found situations where um, I was in danger lock picking, so I did buy that. It's also one of the cheaper ones.
1: It, yeah, it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. I just, it, this might be a how many people you killed. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. never picking a lock with alive people in a room mm-hmm. generally. Yeah. Um, but it, it happens real quick, even from the base. Like it's mm-hmm. a, it's a fast lock pick.
0: Yeah. Um, I, it, yeah. I was also annoyed by watching the meter fill up. <laughs> you know? It,
1: it, it's a Deus ex lock picking, mm-hmm. uh, where you're just watching a meter. There's no yeah. mini game or anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, security system is crazy. You know, carry paranoid. Uh, it's almost like people are coming to kill him. Uh, and it it becomes impossible to proceed, uh, without going to the basement and sabotaging the generators. There's just, you know, like too big of a bottleneck. There's no way around it.
1: Yep. And the, the generator, when we go down, uh, has a lot of, uh, the deadly, the disintegrator beam lasers. So you need a guard to come over uh, and use his body as a key to get over there. Yeah. Uh, Once you do so, you can get into the main castle. Uh, and then you had to head down to these catacombs under the castle. Uh, there's poison gas down here, um, which is a new mechanic. Uh, it will lay low in mm-hmm. uh, in an area. Enemies will have gas masks, but you do not. You can only be down there for a certain amount of time. You have a little poison meter that fills up. Yeah. And they also introduce uh, here grappling points that will collapse. They're rusted, mm-hmm. uh, so you can only stay on them for for a moment before they start shaking and falling like the uh, donut blocks. Yes.
0: Yeah, uh, and we're eventually going get, to gonna get to a point where there are floors that will fall away. Thankfully, this is like this never creates like a problem where you are absolutely stuck in a situation. Mm-hmm. They're used judiciously. Yeah, uh, and this is where guards get night vision, go- night vision goggles, um, yeah. and uh, you get the distraction flares uh, in an earlier level that can be used against them. By this, like I said, by this point, I was not really going by sight. Really, it was more by which direction they were facing. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah.
1: yeah, it's also a thing too, where like, if you make them look another way and stab them in the back, it doesn't matter whether they can see at night. Right. You know, I can imagine those being more useful if you were trying to play a non-lethal playthrough. <laughs> um, to get to the, the goal of this, uh, there's a cistern here with a trap door you need to get to, you have to sabotage this gas exchanger to clear this tunnel and this generator to clear some lasers blocking the way. Yeah. Uh, and tripping the generator opens the door that floods the area with guards. Yeah. Uh, there it's a good Fill trick in where you were. Yeah. Good, good trick. And also just, it's a way of, uh, forcing you to engage with a high density enemy area. Even if you've been playing very carefully, mm-hmm. like you've been doing everything you can, it's been your power to avoid this scenario. Yeah. Up until this point. But they're like, how would you deal with this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, introducing us to the next chapter above a bottomless chasm.
0: Yeah, we are down in the depths. Uh we're mm-hmm. in the kind of the deeper parts of the sewers. Uh and this is mostly a platforming level at the start. Uh yeah. you you know, there is really no floor to the bottom of this. I love how Aura says the bottom is, is pretty far down if it even exists at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is this is uh one of those infinite sewers. Yeah. Yeah. The um Uh, And this is uh, the collapsing grapple points are the big thing here. Floors and grapple points that crumble away away to make the platforming uh, more challenging. Like there isn't a radius to your grapple. Mm -hmm. If you can see it, you can grapple to it. So they have to do something like this to make it so you're not just tapping the button. You know, Mm -hmm. this could have been a uncharted wall climbing sequence. Yeah. You know, like a barely interactive, just you move through the level, but there's a little bit of timing involved because of these crumbling
0: bits. Yeah. Yeah. And Often like there are like leaps of faith that you have to take. Like by this point, it is trusting you to know that you can freeze time to uh, just like to grapple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, There are also these boxes that float through that the lasers cannot pierce, uh, but you can ride on. Yeah. Uh, Similar to super Mario world or Celeste. Oh yeah. Celeste is good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a less challenging Celeste because you can grip to the wall as long as you want. There's no meter Mm -hmm. Uh, and you have to rotate on these. Like it's kind of fun. Like you'll go, a a laser will be coming from the side you're hanging on the other side, but then a laser will be coming from the top. So you have to go hang on the bottom Mm -hmm. uh, to get by. So, you know, good, good, reasonable, fun video gaming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Aura uh, is kind of giving you a little bit of lore about the uh, about the tattoos, saying like, yeah, people who take the mark they used to be called the severed because they were just cut off from the rest of the clan. You know, even if they satisfied their mission, they were outcast because they knew eventually they would go crazy. You know, yeah. like they just they would either you know be killed by everybody or they would end up killing everybody. Yeah,
1: one or the other. Uh, you reach a point where there's this huge grate you have to open, uh, which is this big arena room. Uh, when you pull the lever, it starts a timer. And guards come in, guards and dogs. You have to avoid them. Uh, this is good. I like this encounter a lot. Uh, they will check the vents. Yep. <laughs> you know, which is rare. Uh, yeah. You know, they're learning,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> and eventually they start flooding the chamber with poison gas, so only the top half is available to you. Uh, this is this is a really memorable and good encounter. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of the highlights of the game, IMO.
0: <laughs> like man this is like a like a turn off in a worse game you know like Mm -hmm. okay doors are locked survive combat or you know even like worse stealth or whatever uh until we decide you can go forward like here here the play is solid enough that i feel pretty good about it and also because they are in a they are on a patrol and searching for you um it is not the you know predictable deterministic uh, Mark of the Ninja mm-hmm. kind of stuff, uh, but the cleanness of, you know, how things are communicated to you and kind of the the, the discreteness of your actions still work in your favor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's also a thing, too, where I think this works because it's contrast with everything else the game does. Yes. You know, the I'm going to lock you in an arena and you have to just survive guards until, uh, you know, till time runs out is only a fun gameplay mode if you don't overuse it. Yeah. Um, and here it's the only time it happens.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, is
1: right here. Like it, it switches it up as opposed to being a highly artificial primary gameplay mode.
0: Yeah. For it. I think there's like two other times that it happens. O- oh, only oh, only so we don't rare. have to go we only so we don't have to go back on it when we get them later. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: it's it's rare at the very least. You know, yeah. it, it's it's not the primary mode. There's also not a lot of uh, even though it's not exactly the same gameplay thing, it's not there's not a lot of like hyperlight drifter, like yeah. clear all the enemies before you can move on. You know, Mm -hmm. this, this feels like the change of pace that it is.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: This, uh, once the door opens, we leave uh, and this introduces the chapter, the inner keep.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, The first part here, not really a whole lot new. There's lots of up and down and kind of over these castle buildings as you're headed uh, toward the inner keep. Uh, Mm -hmm. I found it easier to go over the roofs than to uh, get through the hallways. You know, the actual full buildings and such. Mm-hmm. There are patrols and stuff up there, but it is more of like a platforming challenge, quote unquote, yeah. this game's version of it, than uh, than you know, stealth problem.
1: Yeah, and there are fewer enemies. Like there, yeah. there you have another. You do, you were lacking a dimension to, you know, you don't have a ceiling to come at them from, but there are fewer enemies. I also went over buildings whenever I could. Mm-hmm. Um, part way through this, we're introduced to our first like heavy. Uh, heavy we've had the shield guys before these are the uh special forces um they're super buff and you cannot surprise attack them they're too strong Uh, (laughs) so you have to daze them uh which daze is not a verb that has popped up a lot no so far like it's not like you just have a thing that dazes enemies instantly you know you have to daze them if you want to kill them uh i typically did not uh, no. kill them? I if I did, I tricked guys into killing them for me by terrorizing them. Yeah. Uh, but I did not get a lot of successful days and then kills. Like even though I daze them, they don't stay days for very long. No. No,
0: it's, uh, um, like, it's like dazing the, like the, I think it is anything that would have killed them will put them into a short little daze. So if I absolutely needed to kill one of these guys to get through a bottleneck, uh, the way that you do it is with a, uh, with a spike mine, you put one of those yeah. down in a place where, you know, th- where, you know, they're going to walk over it. Uh, and then that makes it so that you can kill them. Uh, if you try to kill them without, uh, without dazing them first, they will pick you up by your neck and throw you on the ground, which kills you.
1: Yeah. They know sale. Yeah. 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 Uh, but not, not too big a deal. You know, a, a reasonable verb for this. A cool thing about the, this game being as short and contained as it is, is, you know, when compared compare it to Arkham, one of the things that I find frustrating about Arkham games is that they're this weird escalation of measures and countermeasures, right? Like yeah. every time they introduce a new enemy, the trick is it's immune to a thing you can do. Yes. You know, like here's the shield enemies. Here are the shock enemies. Here are the knife enemies. Like they just keep doing it here. They do shield enemies and these big guys. And then that's basically it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're never, it, it's not a very complicated, like tech tree of techniques. You have to, uh, you know, whatever that thing is where people put their fist on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? I, yeah. Like, that was never clear. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, but you're doing that when you're playing Arkham, you're not doing that here.
0: Yeah yeah uh you know, and just not very many enemies. uh these guys, when they show up, it never stops being a problem, yeah yeah uh
1: there's a little side area where you can flood a place with gas uh, to get honor and kill guys. uh and then we have this fun little bit where we can either disable the helicopter or kill the pilot
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to stop Karajan from escaping. Um I killed the pilot, oh yeah uh, for this, um through a spike mine i threw a yeah. spike mine now next to him, and then Karajan could not escape.
0: Yeah, I uh, uh, disabled the helicopter by uh, uh, sabotaging the fuel pump. It just looked easier based on the mm-hmm. little pan over to the different areas. It didn't end up being easier because there was a big like surprise. I think there was like a like traps around it that activated, uh, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Uh, you know, fun regardless. I like that it is not the same as getting the transponder. Like, oh, kill this guy or pickpocket him. Both require basically the same. You got to get next to him and press a button. Yeah. Right? With this, it's yeah. like two different sections of level that you go through.
1: Yeah, it's also a rare like uh, it. It is a more meaningful gameplay choice, and the game doesn't do tons of these things. Mm-hmm. So again, refreshing when it happens. You know, like yeah. two different gameplay modes you can do. Uh, we backtrack to get to him. He's cowering, and we start the chapter. A blade at his neck. Yeah, uh, where we have to get to Karajan, where he's freaking out.
0: Karajan's end. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we need uh, two keys from two different guards in his tower. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I get both of them. It, it's literally just, you go to two different sections of the level. It's, it's yep. fine. And, uh, and murder or pickpock. pickpocket. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I like that. Pickpock. Yeah. <laughs> you pickpock. You, you pickpock. Him.
1: Pickpock. You don't stop.
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then climb up to the top of the tower where he is literally cowering. He's like in his panic room. You've got to disable his security to even get close to him. Yes.
1: Yep. When you destroy the generator, to disable a security. Uh, open the door. Guards flood this tower. Um, yeah. And he's there. He's cowering, but he's surrounded by guards. Is a well-defended position. This is another area where you have a bunch of different ways you can do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, take out the guards. You can you can get to him from a distance if you can get a, a spike mine near him and get him to move, which you can do by throwing a dart at his face. Um, mm-hmm. The guards will see you. You can also go in uh, from outside the building going through the top Yeah, uh, and get into a safe room there. <laughs> uh, the, the lights are out here. He cannot see you. Uh, and you kill him. Yeah, Uh, You murder him. He's a bad guy.
0: I I like this. I really like that. He's just cowering in the dark in this metal box and you're standing face to face when you stab him. But like, he literally does not know that it is coming. Yep. Mercy badass. (laughs) Uh, So we return to the clan headquarters uh, and we find it full of military gear from Hessian as I sent us there so he could steal this equipment. It seems.
1: Yep, you've done this, and he sent his other little Smurfs to go grab all this stuff. Yep. Um, Aura says, "Like, hey, he's gonna want you to kill yourself. Don't do it. <laughs> Something's going on. Don't murder yourself." Uh huh. Yeah. And we we find a note from Dosen, uh, the tattooist, are the honorable one. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, "I've gone to the greenhouse to get answers." Um, we walk to the central chamber where eye is waiting for the ceremony of suicide, uh, and uh, we're gonna. It looks like we're about to kill ourselves, but instead, we stab our sword into the ground and smoke bomb out. Yeah. Uh, as I sends the guards after you. So now we are a wanted man and enter into act three here. Yeah. We've been John wick parabellumed,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and we go, we go to a shattered stronghold. Uh, we've actually traveled far. Uh, this is going kind to of be the, the globe trotting part. Uh, we've gone to the middle East when uh, Dosan talked about going to the greenhouse. He meant the place where this, um, where this flower is grown that the ink yes. is made from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: and this level introduces traps. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all ruined buildings, and there are lots of booby traps
0: in
2: it.
1: Uh, they explode if you near them, so they'll alert bandits, but you can also knock them down, and
2: mm-hmm. they will
1: uh, explode enemies, Yeah, which is fun, uh, or if they walk over them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they also introduce a mechanic here where partway through a level, a sandstorm rolls in, which reduces your visibility and enemy vis- visibility.
0: Yeah. your uh, visibility of you are not using the detective mission.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. how you get around this.
0: Yeah. It's an environmental, um, it's an environmental effect that does not actually hinder you very much. It's asymmetrical. It gives, yes. you know, it puts the enemy at a disadvantage, but it does not put you. That one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and we find mm-hmm. Uh He is chained up. Uh, the bandits grabbed him and said, Hey, get, make us Mark. And he refused. <laughs> Uh, so we had to find the key to his chains and recover his tattooing tools. Right. Uh, this is a little like, go do the task, you know, yeah, go find it's the like, two things.
0: Literally just, it's like three things. Get the, get, get the flower, get the ink, get the tools. Yes. Uh, yeah, a it's a little, like, silly. It's, you know, it's a little, yeah uh, video gamey to get the tools. You have to go up the shaft, uh, where, uh, there, there are trip wires rigged to dart shooters. So you have to raise this crate up to block the, uh, uh, to block the darts as you, uh, trip the wires, uh, yes. you know, cl- clear, clearing them. It's kind of neat.
1: Yeah. I like this. I like this little encounter. Um, the, and the latter part of this level is full of these noise traps that make noise when you, when you get on them. So you have to be very aware of your, uh, your environment. Yeah. yeah. Um, you go further underground to get the ink, uh, this is blocked by a crate that we need to raise with a chain. Uh, and it sl- lowers slowly when you let go. It doesn't lock into place. There's two mm. kinds of video game chains. Uh, <laughs> so you have to hurry up and grab it. Uh, you return to Dose and you let him free. And he says like, hey, the flowers have been dead for more than a year. Right. Uh, you know, I'm going to give you one last mark so you can stop uh, Azai, you know,
0: back in it. Yeah. Uh, and this gives you like what has to be an explicitly magical power, <laughs> like even more. Yeah. It's so I, I say that and I make a point about that because in the interviews, it is very funny because people ask like, so like what, you know, what supernatural is going on? And the director says nothing supernatural.
2: Well,
1: uh, <laughs> not the case, my friend. Nope. Uh, the topping, you know, stopping time, uh, and, uh, teleporting are both magical. Uh, don't, yeah. those are not the old ways. No. Uh, you get this final tattoo, super tattoo mm-hmm.
0: of a panther. It's a, it's a panther badass, yeah. Uh, yeah. but not as badass as men gun, uh, as men come in and gun them down. Uh, yeah. and we have to escape into the sandstorm with Dosen's body. Yeah.
1: And if you did not shed a tear when Dosen died... Mm. I just, I don't know what, what gamer soul you have.
0: Um, <laughs> tearjerker. Jer- tear
1: we we do the uh, hashtag tearjerker. Uh, you do the short section where you walk uh, Dosen's body to a ruin where we bury him. And uh, once you stop sobbing, you learn about the mark of serenity, which gives you a blink. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot have a distraction item at the same t- same time you have this. Uh, and you don't have, this is where you don't have your sword Yeah. as well. Yeah. So you just have the blink. Um, It's a cool, you know, good, again, something if they overused, it would be really obnoxious, but just this one time, it's pretty cool. Uh, This disempowerment, you had to get through these explosives that would ordinarily be instant, like these Mm -hmm. sense fortress swinging blades and shit, which you can do with this blink.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Stealth kills are unavailable to you. Uh, Like this is forcing you to deal with a new enemy, these stalkers, uh, which are ninjas that have like basically every sensor suite on them. Uh, you know, they've got, they're, like they're equipped
1: with the crap you, that they stole. Like the idea is yeah. this is the old ways plus technology mm-hmm. and they, they're all like little Sam Fishers. They all have night uh, vision <laughs> goggles and stuff. They look like Omar from Deus Ex Invisible War.
0: <laughs> cool, <laughs> yeah. refer- cool reference. Cool hey reference.
1: This is the coolest part of that game. You remember the Omar? No, I can't I heard, help yeah,
0: you. The, the Omar? Good. It's just funny that you say that like anybody will remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <The>, uh, <laughs>
1: hey, if the Omar live rent free in my head. Okay. I'm constantly, I'm 24 seven (laughs) ball and Omar.
0: (laughs) Yeah, All right. Oh man. Uh, So these are presented as a huge problem. What's weird about them is they've got like a submachine gun. So, uh, and because submachine guns in video games have to be the most useless things uh, imaginable, (laughs) uh, like they can just kind of spray you for a long time with it and you can get away. Like, oh man.
1: Yeah. If video games have taught me anything, it's I could stand up to a submachine gun for a while. Oh yeah, you know yeah. if if somebody wanted to shoot me, I really hope that's the weapon they're using because I could shrug off most of that.
0: Oh yeah, no, it just bounce you know? off of you. These der- yeah. these derringers are powerful, weak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're incredibly powerful, weak. They're a rapid fire derringer, <laughs> you know. Yeah, God, I hate the submachine gun glass of weapons.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: Oh, man. Uh, so, you, you know, you get past these uh, stalkers and you go into a long section uh, of, you know, full of traps, other soldiers. And, uh, you know, this is fun because you do not have a uh, you don't have your uh, weapon for stealth kills, but you do have your darts and you can, you you know, activate these traps uh, to kill enemies, uh, which yep. is neat. Turn
1: it against them, which feels yep. cool and, and ninja-y. Um, you eventually have to get to this part where there's a switch under a sniper. Uh, that opens a manhole you're going to have to get into. So you have to actually teleport through the sniper's laser, which, you know, previously would be very deadly. It's, uh, the type of teleport where you actually teleport, not where you just move really fast through the space. Mm -hmm. So you, you will not be seen. Yeah. This, um, even though I think in the fiction, you're just moving very fast. Yeah. But, uh, and the last portion of this, uh, there's a trap and stalker section with the dark tunnels, uh, with like much tighter margins on the timing. This is basically the mechanical, you know, very near the mechanical climax of the game. Yes. Uh, Lots of tripwires and uh, a lot of these stalkers who with enough submachine gun fire will inconvenience you. (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) delivers 60 stern warnings per second.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 The, the, uh, my wrist has never been more
0: slapped. (laughs) uh so you reach the end of the level and aura puts together uh that azai wants to use the Hessian technology to make all of the ninjas into stalkers you, you know, we, we have to kill them and uh, put a stop to it she's characterizing it like they're stalkers like from fucking half-life 2 that there's I, something yeah, being I, replaced about them
1: <laughs> i it's real it's real silly yeah like, we cannot have the ninjas use technology hmm. uh yeah silly uh, you get to so we go to the final chapter, the return here. We get into the headquarters. We have to go through the secret entrance, you know. Uh, and they introduce some Zelda shit yeah, to this in the last hour, which I think is a mistake. Uh, I think this is pretty dumb. Uh it's, you know, remember the secret riddle, hidden in light, shown in shadow. Uh, and just first of all, that you know, that's not a riddle, that's not esoteric at all. It just tells you what it is. Yeah. Uh it just means that there are these weird little demon blocks that will make. Uh, they'll appear or disappear depending on whether they have light on them. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's exceedingly Zelda.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, there's
1: not one challenging puzzle with these.
0: No, no. Um, it's literally just a task for you to do, uh, yeah. you know, by rotating these, uh, these spotlights.
1: It does really feel like, you know, when this game, one of the things I like about it is that it's so compact and, and light. The fact that it's uh, in the final level, it's finally like swings for an absolute miss. Mm-hmm. you know of trying to break things up it's like this game is as long as not only as it needs to be but as, as it could be you mm-hmm. know it really does feel a little bit like they like it's a little weird they didn't make a sequel since it was such a big success but it also they they really wrung every drop out of this Yeah. you know if this is the kind of stuff they would expand this that they're going to continue it no thanks yeah you know th- this is not particularly imaginative or fun to
0: engage with yeah And I really respect that, you know, if that, if that was the thought process, I respect that they, that that's what they came to, as opposed to trying to, you know, I mean, this was a, this is a pretty successful game,
1: right? You could, you could have cashed out like the weird, the Klee promise is like, we will never not make Aaron insurance and we will never do the same genre twice. (laughs) Like everything is going to be a brand (laughs) new genre. We're going to try them all.
0: That's the two things I know about clay. Yeah. Yep, it's bizarre.
1: <laughs> like, I guess with shank 2, but other than shank 2, they never did it. Yeah. Everything yeah. is wildly different.
0: Yeah. You uh, so, you know, it's just a, yeah. it's nice to be able to, de- to depend on that. Uh, but also like the fact that this is introduced just at the last, uh, you know, at the last level kind of highlights like, Oh yeah. Okay. They have the stump, the stumble here at the end, but also everything before this was, was pretty good. You know, yeah. as far as gimmicks, if they added, You know, nothing was like like overtly too much of a drag.
1: No, no. Again, it's the weird way this game achieves its, its BB plusness partly through virtue of not fucking up, Yeah. you know, more than anything. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like it's, this stands in contrast.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so aura kind of gives away the game here a little bit, uh, saying, Hey, there's this possibility that, uh, you know, uh, that as the mark progresses, you're going to get hallucinations. You're going to see enemies who aren't, you know, who aren't there. And she says, if your mind thinks you've been shot, your body will believe it. So yeah. if something happens in the game, uh, real yes. life will be implicated somehow. <laughs> Second
1: edition illusion rules, right? You know, shadow, shadow spell or whatever. Um, next we had to go through some subway tunnels. Uh, we have to time our movement between passing trains uh, through here. Mm-hmm. This is fine yeah. uh, as a gameplay addition. Not particularly great, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, some of them are just tight enough to be kind of fun, and, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thrilling. Um, you had to recover your weapons uh, from the watchtower to get all your gear back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you move a, a light to create a block that will stop the darts from you because the darts are uh, hidden in light, shown in shadow <laughs> um, to stop the darts from from getting you to make your way up there and get right. your weapons.
0: Yeah. Uh and then you've got just this big mechanical climax kind of deal, you know, going up this uh uh going all the way up to the main compound, uh mixing up the light puzzle stalkers, regular enemies. This is a bit of a, you know, a bit of a fall down compared to the previous level, you know, where the stalkers are you know, stalkers are out. Just like, yeah, this is a big mix them up gameplay challenge, but the inclusion of the light puzzles makes it feel compromised. Right. Yeah,
1: a little a little sillier. It's also not as hard as the last level yeah was you know like that we're we're on a, a slope to the end yes uh here um we you know direct these two lights as we mentioned uh, to get these faces you know to trek it trek our way in to uh make these statues release the switch which we then open our way forward we pull this big lever and the guards disappear they weren't real when we killed mm-hmm. them they weren't real either they turned into <laughs> smoke yeah uh, but the stalkers come in they're presumably real and we have to survive until the doors open yeah. Uh, again, a second uh, one of these with much harder enemies.
0: Yeah, it is fun and intense uh, yep. Avoiding these uh, these stalkers in uh, this Sperry Tech quarters. Yeah, I think it's three of them, uh, and yeah. the, with overlapping coverage, it's neat. Um, and then we get the um,
1: the final level, which is like basically a cutscene. The door right. opens uh, as I welcomes us home, and the cutscene that we get in a tale from the past reveals that Aura is hallucination is a hallucination. Dun dun mm-hmm. dun. Uh, but she says, no, I'm still right about Azai. I'm a hallucination. I came from you, but also I'm your subconscious or whatever. Yeah. You know, the clan uh, is not worth saving.
0: Right. Uh, and you pick up the sacred sword of the clan. You know, Azai is just kind of like, you know, as he's walked away, he's in the inner sanctum. And you have to walk through this kind of cool stylized inkscape of the uh, the yes. story beat so far repetition of story beats not my favorite thing but it's a neat visual style but it's here. a
1: super cool visual style i wish the story beats were more impactful like this yeah. game is so short and compact that like being like hey man remember when you killed hessian <laughs> like it was like an right. hour ago
0: i, I <laughs> like, do yeah that was yeah. earlier this that was earlier this afternoon before my before my pee break and when i got more <laughs> yeah. coffee <laughs>
1: yeah I thought, oh you mean before dinner yeah I remember that it was impactful. Again, this idea that you are meant to just be playing these levels over and over, almost mm-hmm. like it feels like they want them to feel these moments to feel kind of like sacred momentous. Yes. And uh it it didn't uh, entice me to get there. Right. Um you reach asai and aura and you have to choose which one do you kill? Uh, I chose asai because ninjas can't be ninjas if they use guns. <laughs> I agree with this insane point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, um, <laughs> about
1: keeping the clan in his magic tattoo past that no longer exists. Um,
0: yeah, I just, I wanted to see what would happen if I, uh, if, if I, if I killed the Zai, uh, and yeah, no, you, you go crazy. It's the, it's the, uh, the bad ending of Sekiro, right? Yeah. You, you yeah, turn you into turn. a
1: demon and whisk away and kill the clan and who cares? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't care about this clan of ninja. I don't know what good they're doing for the world. <laughs> um, if you kill aura, you're actually killing yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it turns out it's a, it's a stomach stab.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's like you, you, you grab her from behind and like stab her in the stomach, but it is, it's just you. Yeah. Uh, and then you're gone.
1: It's ambiguous as to whether that is a good thing because his eye is not like, you don't got to hand it to his eye.
0: No, no. Uh,
1: you know, it has that 2012 ambiguity, but without any stakes, like I, I cannot in a million years, imagine caring what this clan Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when I got to this ending, I was just really like, oh, yeah, all right. Okay. You know, did it. (laughs) Cool, that was fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And that's Mark of the Ninja. That's Mark of the Ninja. I really don't like that they kind of like pull a, how much of this was a dream? Who you, who, or what were you really killing in all of this? Like they look like monsters. uh, to You They look like ninjas to you. (laughs) yeah kind (laughs) of yeah i just that that's not my favorite uh beat in this just because i don't know it it feels a little bit like them pretending to a more complex story than uh like oh yeah this is a you know just a fun saturday morning cartoon like if it just comfortably lived in the space of being you know a 2003 nickelodeon cartoon you know it's like oh yeah this is ben 10 or whatever right Uh, then that I think would have probably sold better to me. Um, But that's just a dumb thing that happens at the end and doesn't really take away from like how mechanically fun this is. It doesn't
1: take away from it. I think it's indicative of the fact that the, the narrative half of this is really lacking. Yeah. You know, this is, this is a game that I can imagine um, folk who have a trouble, have a problem seeing games in wireframe. Oh yeah. Really struggle with. Yes. Like th- this entirely was basically a VR mission to me. <laughs> and on that level, it was very fun. Like it was mm-hmm. appropriately aimed as a VR mission snack. Yeah, uh, The sections where it was asking me to care about the story were brief enough that they didn't interfere with my enjoyment that much.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I can't, if it were going to, it would take a lot more than just fixing the end to be a good Saturday morning cartoon. Like up until this point, it'd have to be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there's one memorable cutscene in this, which is the, the, Uh, hessian with the wine and that's not even that fun. Like it's not a very fun performance. It's not, it's kind of deliciously evil, but not in a way that makes you like sit up, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, uh, the, the narrative half of this game, I think is a total failure. Even if I wasn't a little sick of ninjas, it just ends up being a very, very fun ninja simulator, um, through massive player empowerment, like Mm -hmm. through, through making you incredibly powerful and have perfect information. Yeah, you know it. It's the thing. I don't want this to replace all stealth games because I like being on the back foot more than mm-hmm. I am in this game, and uh, I like spaces more than this game does. You know, I, I don't want this to replace anything, but I really like that it exists. Yeah, you know, it, I'm never going. I'm not going to call it the best stealth game or anything like that, but it's a worthy pillar and like the stealth, you know, uh, thing with a lot of pillars. Parthenon, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. it, know, the, it, it, <laughs> the Pantheon. Yeah.
1: You yeah. Pantheon. There we, the, yeah, the, the, there we go. The stealth Parthenon. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it, it, like it's wild to call this a modest product, knowing how difficult animation is like, you know, even something as computer aided as this is still you know labor intensive. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's an awful lot put into the presentation of this, like there is with a lot of clay games. Um, uh, however, when I call it modest, I mean, you know, what we were talking about with, uh, this, not getting a sequel or, you know, it's only stumbling mechanically when they add in the light blocks, just is kind of being a, being a big whiff at the end. Just like, yeah, this is constrained. It's not telling a huge story. It is kind of more focused on, you know, a handful of mechanics and, you know, obsessed with. Kind of the the you know the feel of and exploring this two D spe- this two D stealth space and has like a great deal of kind of discretion of when to start pulling away, yeah. uh, you know, and of when to kind of stop going. And I think that a lot of that is a product of the um you know the the, the playtesting that we know they did because of the commentary and the interviews and things like that. But it's just really apparent that this is incredibly polished, uh, and I think that is to a good end.
1: Yeah, uh, very very clean. It's hard for me to think of a cleaner execution on 2D stealth. Yeah. Or side scrolling two D stealth. You yeah. know. Uh the biggest comparison point that this has to me is Gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gunpoint is a one man project. Yes. Like I, I really like Gunpoint. Um, but that is not uh as not as developed as this. Yes. You know, um, as kind of a final execution of that idea, um, this really works. Yeah, I can understand preferring the messiness, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to this one hundred percent. Yes, but for me, as this ended up feeling like, um, you know, like like a, like, a, like a a, a Jimmy John sandwich, mm. you know, or something like that. Like this is good. It's it's yeah. a, it's a meal. I'm no longer hungry. I'm not going to think about it that much after this, mm-hmm. you know. But it was uh, had some nutrition in it, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. Not going to be on my pantheon, but solid, very yeah.
0: solid, extremely solid. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. If you are a non white, non cis, uh, non straight, non guy creator, and you'd like us to highlight one of your projects, please send me an email at gary at duckfeed.tv. Um, let me know uh, if uh, you know how to, how to shout you out. Let me know your pronouns, all that stuff. And uh, again, to clarify, uh, I want to hear from people directly. So if you know somebody who might uh, benefit from that or who might appreciate it, have them reach out to me or at yeah. least copy them on the email so I know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah but cool. uh, that that is always open we we've uh, those have kind of gone down to a trickle. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not this is not a, a thing that you know we're beholden to do. Uh, it's not a court mandate. <laughs> uh, I just I just want to be able to not you know not pull the ladder up after us. Uh, yeah. so let me know if if we can help
2: mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Uh,
0: if you have thoughts about Mark of the Ninja or the other games we are covering this month, uh, uh, no, there's not enough time uh, for you to respond. Nope. Sorry, we're recording the uh, we're recording the dispatch early this month mm-hmm. because of the uh, uh, Midwest Gaming Classic. Yeah, um, which we're going to. Yes.
1: No. Uh, so it's too late to write in for these these games. Uh, check out that dispatch. But if you want to write in about next month's games, you can. Yeah. Which are uh, Ender Lilies Quietus of the Nights. The Sexy Brutale, and The Quarry.
0: Yes. Um, uh, big month. We've got uh, some ideas about what we're doing in April as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Good good first quarter we got going here.
1: Absolutely. yeah. yeah. If you want to uh, support a uh, game or sponsor a game, you can do so at our Patreon. You mm-hmm. can also uh, get exclusive content, uh, get the bonus episode. So this month, which will be uh, Crisis, and next month will be The Quarry mm-hmm. uh, and all the back ones yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, we should have said it before. Thanks again to Brian uh, for uh, oh, for demanding. Thanks. Yeah. For executive producing and picking uh, Mark of the Ninja. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. Uh, we alluded to this. Uh, if you are in the Midwest, the Midwest Gaming Classic is happening at the end of the month. Uh, we will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, March Pla- 31st to April 2nd.
0: Yep. Plans are coming together. We have a table. Yes.
1: Yep. Uh, we do. Yeah. The table is set. We have a panel. I think it's on Sunday. We're still getting everything together. Uh, We can announce the topic, I think we can at this point. Um, So if you're there, uh, come, it's going to be participatory. Um, We're talking about uh, seven out of 10 games. So uh, there's been discourse around this before. We've talked about it before. Like what makes a seven out of 10 and what makes a seven out of 10 still worth playing? Mm hmm. You know, and what are some of our favorite uh, seven out of 10s? And what are some of your favorites? If you're yeah, there, uh, we we want to open up the floor and, and talk to people about some of the games that are their their favorites that are not uh, absolute blockbusters. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it is it is a fertile topic, and I'm excited to uh, to talk about it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also worth noting that weekend, if you're going to come uh, just to sweeten the pot uh, for everybody. So uh, uh, Mr. Bob Mackey from uh, Retronauts will be joining us for that panel mm-hmm. and we will be joining retronauts uh, for their panel yeah as well uh so it, it is uh cross-contamination baby uh <laughs> salmonella <laughs> podcast edition um yeah so it's gonna be a real real fun time it's gonna be a blast
0: you which, know? which I mean, we're obviously the salmonella in that in yeah. that equation, right? Okay, but, but cool. whatever right.
1: happens when Bob joins us, it's like if you just have a plate of salmonella and you drop like a healthy yeast into it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the, the, uh, um,
0: I don't care for this one bit. Uh, no. right. So, so uh, it's going to be a good time, and uh, if you see us there, probably not up to hugging just yet. Uh, no. But we would uh, we would be very happy to uh, very happy to hear from kiss. you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> this is it's
1: all right uh with uninterrupted eye contact please. actually under no circumstances should you kiss us please don't. um the uh married uh point to ring um the uh yeah so uh join us we'd love to say hi we'll have buttons and stickers and all that jazz uh for you
0: yeah um uh, rate or review us if you're able to and haven't already mm-hmm. Uh, and feel the uh and, and and feel the inclination uh tell your friends subscribe all the good deals and uh last but very much not least huge thanks to our producer gwen we appreciate gwen so much
1: yeah. uh second episode of Quackstack got recorded and it was real fun yeah, yeah talk,
0: talking about uh about bands that were embarrassed that we liked
1: mm-hmm. yeah real good time yeah. uh and until next time what should they watch out for Cole
0: um watch out for Wait a minute. Does that ninja have a gun? Give it to me. Open your mouth. What's in your
2: mouth? (laughs)